hello, hello, hello. Welcome in, everybody. Good Sunday evening to you. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And here we are on another beautiful, warm, muggy, hot, humid Sunday evening. Server sound off. Let's find out who across the galaxy is partying with us today. Welcome into the show. Truck and Chick, who's first today. Servers 26 and 15, welcome to the show. Grand Vampire on 34, howdy doody. Burn Like Ice on 143 and 43, welcome into the show. And Honey, Server 18 and 43, hello Lord Farquaad, 147 and 43. Joel on Server 36, hello Trash Panda on 15, welcome in to the show. Jay Berg on Server 32, Freddy on Server 196, Ajax on Server 15, welcome in. Jerry Ryan's Huge Norks on Server 146, Chala on 15, What's up, buddy? Aardvark uh, on server 26. Narvalin, server 22. Twab also on 22. Hudson on 146. Gallum on 21. Welcome into the show. Death Dealer on server 15. How you doing, buddy? Chala, hey, doing the Napoleon Dynamite dance. I like it. Aries here on the one and only Aries server. Server 14. Hello, Wicked Witch. Talking Trek moderator here from server 15. Welcome into the show. Uh, the Bear on 15. Hank on 15 as well. Devil's Advocate on 20. Shinjo on 26 and 43. Tabby Moza. Server 20. Welcome in. Welcome into UK server 134 to Soho. 10 o'clock in the eastern UK. Is that right? Yeah. Central UK. Yeah. Welcome into the show. Blokeman 134. Burn Like Ice, 143. Y'all are messing with my dyslexia there. Herc on 120, or just on 25. I'm going to have to stop with the numbers here, guys. I've been doing numbers all day. DJ Gurr, server 8. Lasky, 129. Tanner on server 12. Welcome in. Steven Zarin says, good Monday morning, y'all. Commander Taylor, the new server 192. Welcome in. Wambulance and Red 2, both on server 15. Data Systems Technical Chief on 27. Chronic Break on 18. Welcome in. Captain Mark on server 20. Welcome in. Data on 32. Dahagas, server 16. Karkin on the progenitor server. That is server 15. Lube on 135. Shade on server 18. How you doing? Welcome, everybody. Omicron on server 16. How y'all doing? Welcome into the show. And uh, your mics are potted up. Good evening and welcome to another episode, another taping of Talking Trek Live. Y'all doing all right? Welcome into the show. Your mics are potted up, and I bid you a good evening. How are you? Everybody doing Thanks well? Thanks for having us. Yes. Well, thank you for being here. Welcome to the party, pal. That's right. That's what uh, that's what he said back in his heyday right there. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Welcome into the show. Welcome to the team, says Captain Mark. Guys, we got a lot to get to today. Let's jump right in. Of course, as we do uh, every single show, we got to begin with our latest stupid installment of Stupid News. No! Yes. No. It is time for the news. Twitter. No. Thank you, Steve. Twitter is in the news and revealed that hackers paid a Twitter staffer at the company to help them disable high-profile accounts such as Uber, Apple, Barack Obama, and Joe Biden. People knew Biden had been hacked because his, his words made sense. Uh, yeah, Twitter saying uh, that uh, they had an inside man that was paid off by a hacker to take control of these people's accounts. Uber apologized to its users, said a new password would be arriving in nine minutes in a gray Toyota Corolla. Uh, crazy part is, crazy part is though, the Twitter being down for two hours actually saved at least 100 jobs. Ladies and gentlemen, 100 people are still employed today 
because Twitter was disabled. Uh, a Wall Street Journal and NBC poll shows, ladies and gents, that Joe Biden has an 11-point lead over Donald Trump. People are making a big deal about this, but I remind you, let's walk uh, a day in the history books, folks. On this day in 1992, Michael Dukakis had a 17-point lead over George Bush. Okay? On this day, 1992. Come election day, though, Dukakis went down faster than a Kardashian on a first date. Okay? <laughs> That's bad. Okay, how about this one? Dukakis went down faster than air pressure in Tom Brady's balls. Footballs. 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 <laughs> okay, one more. Uh, Dukakis went down faster than Trump's approval numbers during a pandemic. <laughs> Are we good? Are we good? Anybody else? Anybody else got one? Uh, no. There you go. All right. Uh, three Spirit Airlines employees were beaten, ladies and gentlemen, in a violent melee after a flight was delayed from Florida to Philadelphia. The judge set bail for the attackers at $1,000, plus Spirit charged them a hidden fee of 75 bucks. Trial is set for October, but no one's Spirit. It's going to be delayed. Yeah, three Spirit Airline employees beaten in a mob style. Crazy. Uh, surveillance video from outside City Hall in New York shows a group of protesters receiving a shipment of baseball bats before they confronted police and clergymen at a united rally on the Brooklyn Bridge. It's amazing to me that the New York protesters can get bats, but the New York Mets can't. All right. Sometimes, I'm telling you, sometimes the news sounds like we're living in a game of, of Grand Theft Auto. People are just delivering bats to a protest. Like a crate, folks. A crate of baseball bats just showed up on the street. They opened it up and everyone got a bat. I'm kind of curious which app you can shop from to get a crate of baseball bats. I'm going to go with DoorBash. <laughs> DoorBash. A California Karen who berated guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can't make stuff like this up. A California Karen who berated a Starbucks barista because he would not serve her without a mask, is now publicly demanding half of the $100,000 in donations that were raised for him because he would not have had it if it were not for her. It sounds crazy, but to I be fair... I that logic. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, $50,000 barely covers two coffees at Starbucks. But Yeah, no, she came out in public and said that if it were not for her, he wouldn't have the money and she's entitled to half. I'm not even kidding you. Prostitutes in Germany are protesting to go back to work like they want to go back to work after the government shut down brothels because of coronavirus concerns. First time in history, though, the politicians have made sure the voters didn't get screwed, so there is that uh, positivity there. Uh, the one prostitute that they showed on the news, <laughs> the one prostitute that they showed on the news was also working as a psychic. She'll blow your mind. <laughs> <sighs> Newly released tax documents. I'm sorry. I, I should probably stop. I'm good. I'm going to keep going. Newly released tax documents reveal that my arch nemesis, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's not really my arch nemesis. I'm very jealous, though. Ryan Seacrest charity, folks, gives more money to his family than it does to actual causes. Seacrest says that it's not true and is referring all questions to his family accountant, Bernie Madoff. Uh, in his defense, 
In his defense, once you get rich, your family kind of does become a charity case. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, don't, it, listen, I don't mean to make it sound like his family didn't help out. Seacrest's sister did have a job with the foundation. She was in charge of picking out which tropical islands they were going to use the money to vacation on. His dad was in charge of frozen drinks. So th- there is that. Um, <laughs> finally, a New Hampshire radio host was fired after telling her landscapers to speak English in a leaked video. Listen, I, I'm in the field. I'm kind of shocked that a radio host could actually afford a landscaper. I need to find myself a better agent. Uh, I do? All right. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? One more for you. Tennessee Titans have signed running back Derrick Henry to a four-year, $50 million contract. Henry could not be reached for comment because he was uh, too busy calling every girl who rejected him all throughout high school. The fans are excited, though. That's because they have not yet seen their new beer prices now that there's a four-year, $50 million contract playing on their field. They have not yet seen the price of beer in their new stadium. So uh, there you go. And there is your stupid news, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome into the show. Good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I heard uh, somebody pop up there a minute ago. Was that uh, was that my dear friend Gregor? He's actually been traveling this week. Hey, what's up, buddy? He's been traveling (laughs) this weekend. And uh, I was actually a little bit concerned earlier that he might not make it. As a matter of fact, you and I had originally planned to do the show a couple of hours ago. Uh, then a birthday party got sprung on me. Like, seriously, I'm not even kidding you. About six hours ago, Mike was like, my How wife was How do you like, not know your own birthday? It wasn't How mine. do you not know your own birthday? It wasn't mine, my friend. It was a surprise party. Uh, it, supposed to know. It wasn't mine. It was uh, my niece's. And... Um, uh, boost whose audio? I can't boost individual audio. You guys are going to... Here. Yeah, I can. Never mind. I lied. There you go. Um, so anyway, she, she said, uh, hey, by the way, we forgot. There's a birthday party we got to go to. And it starts at uh, 2 o'clock. This is like... Actually, in fairness, I think she told me late last night. But it may not have registered. It didn't really click with me until this morning. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got a podcast and I got dinner to make and... All this stuff. Yeah, it was an emergency birthday party. Uh, you got it right. We got, you we, thought your list was going to be longer, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we had planned to do the show early, and then I had to push it back. Well, Gregor had wanted to do the show earlier, but you kind of also, you, you landed a little later than what you thought, right? Because when you messaged me, I think that was around the time we'd originally planned to do the show. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, you landed right I would right have had it done live from an Uber. Yeah, something. that's right. Live from flight of 2436. Uh, I hope you didn't fly Spirit. Please tell me you didn't fly Spirit. Spirit Airlines is, is <sighs> I'm scared of them. No, I, I don't think I've ever flown Spirit Airlines. I was very scared. I'm always very scared. I, I feel like that's a bad omen, like the name. Like, what's going to happen to you? <laughs> I always write terrible Spirit jokes. Spirit will survive the flight, don't worry. Yeah, who am I kidding? You're right, Aries. He just flew his own jet. <laughs> that's what he did. Uh, how far did you have to travel? No, he couldn't fly his chopper. Okay, this was, a, this was what, three or four states away for you. You had to travel, right? So you actually had it to was, take the jet yeah. out. Yeah, had to take the jet out, so it's all right. How many how many people were your private jet seat? Like, how many round trips would you have to make if we were going to have a big? Uh, I, I know where this is going. Just one, just one DJ, just me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen that scam many times. Okay, I was curious. I was just I was just wanting to know how many uh, cabinets that I could sell from Wayfair and get away with it. Um, <laughs> there we go. All right, guys, enough with the uh, stupidity. Welcome into the show. Uh, good uh, weekend to you, Gregor. Uh, you traveled some this weekend. Everything go well? Did you have a good time? Is it still hot over there? Uh, the weather was nicer where I was, so, yeah. 
It's uh, hotter where I came back to. Yeah, I'm glistening in sweat right now for those of you who want to get an image of that, okay, right now, and I'm very shiny. Uh, yeah, it's hot, Omicron. He says it's extremely hot in Florida right now. I know. All right. Uh, Arian, what's up? Welcome. He sa- <laughs> she says, I'm here, I'm here. We can start now. Okay. Welcome. Welcome into the show, uh, Gregor. I, uh, I performed a cr- an incredible amount of research. I was joking with some of the guys in, the, uh, in Fluffer Time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven pages of handwritten notes that I took for you guys today. What do you say we dive right in? What do you say we dive right in? Um, real quick, Gregor, yay or nay? Last call, buddy, because I'll push it out. All right, I got, I got, some, I got some juicy stuff. Do it. Okay, do it. ladies do and it. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, in- introducing breaking news. That's not even the right one. Breaking news. Okay. No. Actually, I'll tell you what, Durr. I feel like a terrible partner. I feel like a terrible partner this week because I have been on vacation. I have not watched a single content creator video all week long. So if they've already covered this, my bad. All right, if they've already covered it, my bad. I, I actually got it from a player. Got it from a couple of players, in fact. Uh, Shout-out goes to a couple of players. I want to shout-out Prater5. Uh, thank you for this. Shout-out Big Country. Big Country. Uh, also provided this. As a matter of fact, Prater, Big Country beat you to it about two or three days. Uh, but it was actually right after the last show. Why not, Gregor? Because you and I and Big Country were on a call. We were discussing strategy, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, for the Stella Progression event. Now, Now, in the last episode, all right, what I said still for the most part relatively holds true. Prater uh, shared some research with you that said that if you did a tier four scrap, okay, you were going to get obviously more Stella particles. You were going to get more points than doing a tier one scrap, okay? Um, However, Big Country was the one that came in first and said, well, guys, let's, let's take a look here because we're losing time, right, Gregor? If we tier up to level 20, all right, and let me rephrase, tiering is different than leveling, folks, and, and all I have to say is that, and some of you are going to click in your head. Tiering is different than leveling. A level one scrap, for example, saves about four or five hours compared to a level 20 scrap. Is that correct, Gregor? How much time does it yes. save you? Saves you about four and a half, five hours, you said, right? So yeah, here's, yep. uh, here's what we thought. And then we thought, well, level one scraps, you're going to lose the points from tiering, all right? And those are significant. If you go to level 20, that's going to tier four, that's 7,500 points that you can get from tiering. And big country comes in with his big old common sense brain and says, well, guys, why don't you just tier it to tier four, but don't level it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Gregor, what? Exactly. That, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Duh. Of course he's right. Okay. Of course he's right. Because what do you lose? What do you lose if you do not level the ship? Okay. You lose 15 points per stellar particle. So in this particular case, Okay, let me pull out a handy-dandy calculator. You get 450 Stella particles from a level 20 scrap. You get five from a level one scrap. So that's 445 uh, times. Why isn't my calculator responding? Oh, there we go. Number lock. 445 times 15. I'm going to miss 6,000 points. All right. But I can pick up 6,750 points by tiering the ship. Okay, tearing the ship, but not leveling it. What do I mean by this? All right, guys, follow me through. When I get my Stella out of the scrapyard and I build her, there's 10,000 points. Instantly, most likely, most people might wait five or seven minutes to get the helps. Okay, so 10,000 points from a build. We're going to start right there. Then if I tear the ship, 
if I tier the ship to tier four, there's 7,500 points that I pick up. Now I'm at 1,750. 1,750. Hang on, Snake Eyes. He says, but you're going to run out of Plutonite. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 7,500 points to tier it. Okay? But I'm not going to level it. Not an ounce. I'm going to leave it at level one. Okay, why am I going to do that? Yes, DJ, you're sacrificing 6,675 points because of stellar particles. However, Gregor, what happens to the scrapping speed if I scrap at level one? It reduces it sig significantly. If you scrap at level one, yeah, level one, yes. It's if I scrap at level one, guys, now me, my scrapyard is ops 30 or level 32. All right, now big country. And Gregor, whose scrapyards are in the, uh, what, 39, right? In, the, in 39 or higher? Can you get 46, high? 46 yeah. scrapyard. Big countries at a 43 scrapyard. This is what, now, for me, okay, this, this still works for me, guys. All right? Because Snake Eyes is right. If I want to take it to a Tier 4 scrap every single day, I'm going to run out of plut plutonidium. That's what I'm calling it. Plutonidium. Okay? Yes, Bear, I'm going to miss out on the particles. Hence why you have a choice to make. So let me lay this out. Okay? You're going to miss out on a few particles. But if you save yourself six hours scrap time, guys, with my even at level 32 scrapyard, I can now scrap the Stella twice in a single 24-hour period. Okay? Single 24-hour period. So on, on scrap one, I'm going to go to tier four. That's going to cost me 10,000 plutonidium. <laughs> All right. Then I'm going to scrap. I'm going to get 10,000 points. All right, plus I'm going to get 15 points from, uh, or no, I'm going to get 75 points from my Stella Particles. Then I'm going to rebuild. There's another 10. Now, I can't afford, because I don't have enough plutonidium to go to Tier 4 again, so I'm going to go to Tier 3 this time. It only costs 6K. There's 5,000. Then I'm going to scrap again. All right, somebody help me out. 10, 20, 30, 40, 47, 50, 52,500 points. 52,500 points in a single day. Big Country was on this last show. That's why he wanted to take my Taco Bell bet. He's like, you think I can't get to 600,000 points? Watch me, son. Watch me. Mm -mm. And he started doing the twist and the, and the shimmy and the shake. Watch me, he says. I can get there. Okay. Now, this uh, Snake Eye says, disclaimer, scrap speeds are based on scrapyard level. For lower players, it may behoove you to insta-scrap what is an insta scrap? Yeah, I want to know what insta scrap is. Oh, you mean you mean that. tier one level one? Now here here's why I don't like the tier one level one. Okay, um, no tiering, no leveling. You can't use lat to scrap, Corat. Okay, you cannot use lat to scrap. You could use lat to build, but not to scrap. Okay. Now he says no tiering, no leveling. That's fine. Except here's what I've done. Now I'm not taking it. First of all, I can't get enough plutonium. Plutonium, guys. I'm just or uh, uranium. I'm joking. Okay. You can't get enough uranium to go. Hang on, big. You can't get enough uranium to go to tier four three uh, six times every three days, can you? Nope. Uh, well. Hmm. $100 says you can. <laughs> $100, Gregor, says you can. I can get 17000 every three days. Yes, but does it take 10000 for you to get to Tier 4? Uh, no, it, no, takes it sure like doesn't. Five, five it, something, it takes 5000 Guys, introducing the first of these primes that is now showing its competitive edge. Ladies and gentlemen, 99.99 for Stella Efficiency. 
Stella efficiency will reduce the amount of uranium needed on your Stella by precisely one half. Okay, so before I told you guys, you guys remember my little bracket. It's in the graphics room. 10,000 uranium to go to tier four. All right, well, now it's only 5,000. Okay, I don't have the image. It's, all, it's actually already in the graphics room if you want to dig through it. Okay? That's, that's right, but when we first started doing this math, we were not a troublemaker yet. We were not so a we troublemaker. we didn't know what the uranium was. That's correct. Increase ones, yeah. We did not know what the uranium payout was. Uh, we also didn't know what a triple batch could cost. We also didn't know how effective Stella was going to be against Mudmata's. Okay, so and, and again, guys, remember, Stella efficiency only available to Ops 31. Is that correct? I didn't think I thought it was a prime that was available from 27 on. I'm going to double check that. I thought it was from 27 on. Someone may per- correct me. Someone may show me uh, show me that that's wrong. Uh, Blokeman says you can only scrap at 31. No, that's not correct. Scrap is definitely 27. All right. Um, gosh, I can't do screenshots very easily. Snake Eyes, hit up L Cars if you don't mind. And uh, just do exclamation point Stella. Okay. Uh, here, let me try. I'll do it for you real quick and I'll bring it in. Okay. Exclamation point Stella. And it shows your scrap right there. L Cars. Here we go. Exclamation Stella. And it is requirement to scrap. Uh, can scrap yes oh by the way okay here we go requirements to scrap uh shipyard level one (laughs) there you go shipyard level one so if you can build the ship you can scrap it folks okay now if you have scrapyard level one that's going to be really slow all right super duper slow there you go ferraro does in fact verify that prime stella efficiency is ops 31 or higher so there you go okay so that Prime is only available to Ops 31 or higher in the graphics room. I just now posted the Stella requirements. Shipyard 27 to build, level 1 scrapyard to get rid of it. All right, although that would be incredibly slow. Okay, level 1 scrapyard. Thank you, Stevens Aaron. Appreciate that. Okay, so um, the Prime at Ops 31 will allow you to consume half as much uranium. Okay, half as much uranium. If you do half as much uranium, then you can now go to tier four three times, three times in a three-day period. All right, what are you going to do in the meantime, Gregor? I actually am going to do one step different than what Big Country said. I'm going to go one step different. I'm going to not go to tier four. I'm probably going to take it to tier two or tier three because they're so much cheaper. And I'm going to do that every single time. If I go to tier three and if I had prime, okay, it's going to cost, if I had the prime, it's going to cost me 3,000 uranium to take it to tier three. I'm going to get 5,000 points instead of the 75, but I can do that five out of six times. Big Country says tier three, I'll never run out. That's if you had some to begin with, yes, but on a, on a starting now cycle, five out of six times, you can get the 5,000 points. Then scrap and rebuild. Now, folks, Big Country is able to, to do a full scrap cycle three times in a 24-hour period. Didn't you say it was like eight and a half hours, roughly? I think you said roughly eight and some hours. Probably a little above nine, I think. Nine and a half. Yeah. Nine and a half. So so if he sets his timers just right, all right, he's still only getting two in a complete day, but, I mean, it, it's going to carry over one and a half extra hours. He's going to do very well in this event. 
Now, Maztec says, in the meantime, anyone from 28 to 31 in stellar progression leaderboard bracket is non-competitive. This bracket is is capped off, guys, okay? Uh, for example, and somebody help me because I can't see it, but I have not seen anybody ops 34 or down. My guess is we've got a couple of leaderboard segments, okay? Gregor, yours is probably 40-plus because I haven't seen anybody yep. higher than level 39 in mine, okay? That's I correct. believe mine is 35 to 40. Okay, uh, Snake Eyes, what ops are you? You said we have a different bracket, so you're 32 to 36? So does that mean 27 through 31 have their own bracket? Can somebody confirm? And that would be fair, Maztec. That would be extremely fair if 27 through 31... All right, Truck and Chick says 28 to 31, but it would have to be 27 because that's where you can build it. Okay. Uh, DeHaga says I'm a 35 in a bracket with 37. That's consistent. Uh, Arian says I'm a 32. I see a 30. That's also consistent. So Lieutenant Razik says 28 through 31 are bracketed. That's great. Now, that does mean potentially in that bracket, Lieutenant Razik, that the 31 may potentially have an advantage. But by the way, that's not Ops 31. That's R&D 31. Okay. Okay. So they may potentially be Ops 31 and not have R&D 31. That's possible. So you've got a very, very small segment there, Maztec, that could maybe have an advantage. But that's such a small segment of that leaderboard bracket, I bet you could still be extremely competitive. Okay? 27 through 31 could be extremely competitive. And Hani says, here's server 18. I'm a level 30. Top on the bracket is 33. Hmm. <clears throat> Well, that blows my my theory. <laughs> All right, because I'm thinking the 31 is the top uh, is the top area there, but it, it could be different. Saltrick says I'm a 27 here. I see a 32 in mine. Stevens Air says I'm 31. I have a 33 in mine. Okay, so so 34 must be the cutoff. Okay, 30 Aries. Do you think it's 31 through 34, and then 30 and down? And again, that would be consistent. Okay, because if they're making the research available at 31. Common sense would say they would bracket the leaderboard there. Maztec says it was 28 to 31 at the start of the event. Uh, we're seeing some different results here, so I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. We're going to have to tinker with it. But nonetheless, an Ops 30 is not at a major disadvantage. Yes, a small one if you don't have the prime. Okay, But also, let me share this with you, folks. Okay, I am currently... In eighth place on server 15 in my bracket, that would be however far down it goes, 34 to 39, okay? I'm in eighth place. I do not have my prime. I don't have it. I have not spent $100 on the prime, although it is a prime. I mean, if you're going to spend $100 and you're going to take this arc seriously and you're going to take the research tree seriously for the next 12 months, then it's probably worth it. Okay, now a lot of people say they don't like this arc. They're not going to do it. That's fine. If you're not going to do it, if you're not going to take it seriously, if you're not going to push it, then don't buy the Prime. But this Prime, if you're going to take this outlaw arc and, and the future content, okay, we're talking probably 6 to 12 months worth of grinding your way through this research tree. If you're going to do it, okay, then that Prime is totally worth it. Maztec says level 30, level 1, uh, Ops 30, shipyard, or scrapyard, level 1 scrap is 16 hours. 16 hours before your helps. That's going to shrink to about 13, Maztec, probably 13 or 14, possibly, okay? Because mine's only 32, and mine takes 12 and a half hours after helps. 
Okay, Rams Nation, thank you very much. By the way, Rams Nation is in my bracket, and he says he does not have the prime. Rams Nation is leading our board. He's in first place. So the prime will help you guys, all right? But I don't think that it's a must-have. There's me and Rams Nation. Did he Nation. get the two-day heads? Uh, yes, he did. Rams, you, you, bought, uh, you bought points, correct? Uh, and that's okay. All right, he got the two-day head start. Not a big deal. By the way... Okay, you, Rams Admiral, by the way, is big country. Using big country's own mechanic, and I've only been using it for what, Gregor, the last three days? Three days, yeah. The three last days. three days I've been using big country's mechanic, which he gave us permission to share. Rams, I hope you had this. I hope Big's not giving me information before he gives it to you. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm only 30 points down on Rams Nation. Now, if Rams Nation is using this same mechanic that I'm using, I'm not going to catch him. <laughs> okay? I can't. It'll be impossible for me to catch him unless I buy the prime, but even then, I don't know that there's enough time left for me to actually catch him. Okay, to be to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, let me think about this. If I if I bought this prime Rams, we've got 7 days left. If I bought this prime, I'm going to guess that I could pick up 5,000 points a day on you. Does that sound about right? Because I could get two tiers, two extra tiers a day. So I guess, yeah, if I bought the Prime, I could edge out on him seven days from now. Don't worry, Rams. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> I might. I might. I haven't thought about it yet, but probably I'm pretty sure not. Rams bought the Prime. Rams said he, he, say he didn't? He said he did not have the Prime. He says without oh, Prime. Now he does. Now he does. Yeah, sure. he, yeah he, he bought it just now. <laughs> he bought it just now, okay? So, guys, here, here's what I'm telling you. This will get you more points, okay? The Prime would help get more points, but that's what it's designed to do. It's a Prime. You'll do better by having it. But if you don't have the Prime, all right, doing a max tier, all right, like a tier three level one scrap multiple times will get you the most points. Now, are you going to have time to use your Stella? No. You're not going to have time to use the Stella because she's going to constantly be in the scrapper. Boom, scrap, build, scrap, build, scrap. Okay? So you're going to have to balance this with how much you want to use it. Okay? Uh, Rams Nation is in an alliance that does a ton of armadas. I saw him out doing a ton of armadas, but he was never in his Stella because it was in the scrapyard. Now, if you want to take a couple hours off and use it, you can do so at your own risk. Okay, knowing that that couple of hours could cost you seven days and 18 hours from now could cost you the 2,500 or the 5,000 points it takes for me to overtake you. All right. So, I mean, you just have to decide what's more important. That's what's great. This event has has split it. I don't want to say down the middle, but you have to choose. Am I going to choose stellar progression or am I going to choose to actually use the Stella? Okay. Darksider says, can't you just buy the Outlaw Research Pack special and cash in on 21,000 Stella Particles uh, times 15 points? Does it do that? <laughs> do you get 15 no. points? I didn't think so. Not out of the pack. You have to do it by no, scrapping. No, no. You got to do it by you scrapping. Would, you would see, you, I mean, you would, like, Wales would have a million and a half points a pack or something Yeah, like yeah, that, that, that so would not. Boards that, would be blown out. That's a good idea, Darksider, because we've seen that mechanic before. Like, say, for an officer recruit event. If you, if you use officer recruit tokens and you get officer shard, you know, we've seen that mechanic. So that's a real thing. But it does not count in this event if you buy it from a pack. It has to come out of the scrapper. 
And it shouldn't. And it says earn. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and it shouldn't work like that. Big Country says if your Stella isn't in the scrapper, you're using it wrong, at least for the next seven days. Now, why would Scopely do that? Why would Scopely, Gregor, come out and say, hey, here's a brand new ship. Don't use it for 13 days. I don't know, because I'm still a little upset that they made us pour in all that research before they made the ship available to validate the results of the research. Well, so. let's let's talk about that, guys, because that's what uh, I've spent a good portion of my weekend doing. And even Gregor uh, today in between layovers and flights and cabs and all this stuff, we were talking about it as well. OK, my opinion is that Scopely says, hey, don't use this ship for the first 13 days, because even Scopely knows that at its base level, it's a giant turd. <laughs> OK, um, at level one research, it's a giant bag of poopy. Okay, it's supposed to be, guys. It's a tier one, level one. Uh, in this ship, with this ship, the power of the ship doesn't come through tiering and leveling. It doesn't. Have you guys noticed when you tier, you know, your Burrell? Okay, and and you're really excited about tiering the Burrell because five levels can bring a hundred and fifty thousand worth of power, right? If you use the XP, if you go grind the hostels, you're picking up chunks of power like forty and fifty thousand at a time. Doesn't happen on the Stella. You're lucky to get three or four thousand power. When you level it, because the power of the Stella lies in the research. Now, Gregor has a point. If we completed all this research, we haven't been able to validate the effects that the research is having on the Stella. I would argue that mathematically, you're correct. Okay? Mathematically, you're correct. But I want to show this screenshot. And by the way, it's in the graphics room. Okay? If you scroll up two or three images, it's in the graphics room. And I'm going to show this in the chat room right now. Here is, by the way, thank you, Hugo, for consolidating three screenshots into something that we can look at uh, pleasingly. Guys, take a look at this. We said on the last show, does anybody remember what the uncommon ratio was? We said the uncommon ratio was 1 to 12, aggressively. We said that yep. the rare ratio was 1 to 6. And for the record, we said that this was with non-Stellas. This was with regular, typical warships. Yet, Big Country. Big Country shows us here a six-man armada where two of them are level 20, two of them are level 10, and two of them are level 5. They go up against a 33 rare at a 1 to 10 ratio. Folks, take a look. That's a 1 to 10 ratio against a rare. So somebody's going to say, well, what's the actual math on a rare using Stellas? Variable. Impossible to calculate. Okay. Because of research. Because officers. of research. Because of research, folks. The research is what makes the Stella the Stella. All right. And you say bear in mind officers and research, but look at the screenshot. Almost every one of them are using the same crew. Not exactly sure what Obi-Wan Kenobi was doing there with Pike. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that one should be kicked out of that thing. Yeah, yeah. That's boot and loot right there, big. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but other than that, the rest of them appear to be fine. Okay. The rest of them Maybe appear to be okay. Maybe he didn't have Chen. Maybe he was going with, with Pike Moreau Decius. Uh, possibly. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, you know, hey, whatever. That's fine. We're kidding. We're yeah, kidding. Yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm teasing I know, I'm anyway. giving him. I'm giving him. You're giving him the benefit Sorry. of the doubt. But guys, here's the thing: there is no ratio using Stella, because there's so many varieties of research, so many varieties of level, so many varieties of of variables. I mean, there's literally tens of thousands of variables in this equation that there is no ratio. 
Okay, Blokeman says, but because of the research of research having such an impact, he said he did the same thing I just said. Because research has such an impact, there is no ratio. There is no ratio. There can't be a ratio because there's so many tens of thousands of variables. Okay, tens of thousands of variables. Oh, big country just says he was killing reds. Just came in, so he just did confirm that it was a Pike Moreau Chen. Boot and loot. <laughs> boot and loot. Yeah, boot and loot. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, Durr says when you just need a warm body, anything will do. Okay, uh, there, <laughs> there you go. So, guys, uh, data, storm? data says Franklin 2.0. <laughs> I'm going to say Franklin 2.0 to the tenth power. Okay, this is. I mean, there were four researches that impacted the Franklin. Guys, there's twelve of them that impact the Stella. Twelve. Let's talk about them, guys. Introducing to you in great detail. You know what? Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. We're 38 minutes in, and we're getting ready to start a very. Listen, that part of the research was only one page out of the seven that I took. I got six more pages of all research to give to you. So we're going to take a break. And when we return, we're going to dive in and give you your first in-depth, detailed look at the outlaw research tree. Every single node, every single research, what it does, how much it costs in comparison. Listen, this is not going to be a, a reciting LCARS thing, but I did pull out some interesting nuggets. We're going to explain, we're going to dive deep into the new outlaw research tree coming up right after the break my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek star trek fleet command's official podcast we'll return in a moment this program is made possible in part by a grant from product seven the breakfast cereal that's not even half as good as product 19 can't go out to the ball game can't be safe in a crowd on the radio earlier today and I'm like oh yeah that's gotta happen today that has to happen come on love it 
everybody. Welcome back from the show, or from the break, rather. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome in. Burn Like I says music time after the show again. Uh, not today. Not today. Again, last day of vacation. I got a lot going on, Burn Like Eyes. I know we haven't done a whole lot of gold over the last couple of weeks, but it's been uh, it's been my vacation week. As a matter of fact, let me go ahead and give you this announcement very quickly, and I, I told some people about it earlier. Guys, the next couple of weeks are going to be a very weird taping schedule. Okay, very weird taping schedule for the next few weeks because I'm working around vacations uh, for other staff in my workplace of my of my real job, the one that pays me money. So Dur says, so literally no changes at all. <laughs> no, it's going to be a little bit different. So this Wednesday, the 22nd, will be a relatively normal taping time. We're going to try to do it early, maybe two, three o'clock, maybe four o'clock ish, a regular early Wednesday. Okay, Sunday, the 25th, will be a late taping probably 7 to 7 30 like you would normally happen if i was working on a sunday because i'll be working this sunday the 25th uh sorry sunday the 26th sunday the 26th all right wednesday the 29th i'm canceling the show wednesday the 29th i will not be here however if you do want to come in and hang out in the after party room i uh, think we'll be doing a special presentation the big country cast Okay, the Big Country cast. All right, hosted by yours truly, Big Country. Okay, uh, him and Gregor will be getting together to host uh, a little uh, town powwow, and uh, I may even I may even jump in. No, guys, Chick says that sounds like a lot of fun. I completely have no idea. I, I just made that up. Uh, hopefully, they'll deliver. <laughs> Gregor, what do you think? Oh, your mics are down. Sorry, Gregor. Uh, you and Big Country on the 29th just uh, come in and troll everybody. Is that what you want to yeah, do? Yeah, we can just have just an intimate conversation and pretend like nobody else is here. Yeah. Talk about all the secrets in the game. That'd be a lot of that fun. We never, that we don't tell DJ, right, Big? <laughs> the ones we don't tell DJ about. Yeah. Is Big here? Big country. Uh, he may not be in voice right now, but uh, if he is, uh, then you've been drafted, good sir. Wednesday the 29th, that evening, uh, maybe we'll uh, – and, and listen, here's the thing. I'll be off work late, so I should be able to – you know, if, I'm, if you guys do it later, then I may be able to you know, pop in voice while I'm driving home or something. But, yeah, that's Wednesday the 29th. There will not be an actual taping of the show. Uh, that means Sunday, August 2nd, will also be a late taping of the show because my counterpart's on vacation from the 24th through the 2nd. So I will be uh, working on the 26th and the 2nd. And then finally, so, the, so August 5th should be a normal show. August 9th will also be a late taping because on top of me working the two Sundays for my counterpart, I'm scheduled to work on the night. <laughs> so, I, I feel like people of the podcast are already thinking like, we're getting math just in the show schedule now. Uh, like they need a formula. For yeah, you need a schedule. formula for the show. Yeah, 20 – here, I'll just tell you. No show on the 29th, okay? Normal time for the 22nd and the 5th. And then the 26th, the 2nd, and the 9th are all going to be late shows, okay? And I'll, I'll probably type this up for Snake Eyes somewhere. Uh, so that he can have it. Uh, Skynet, uh, just as a reminder, does go live August 29th. Uh, that is the Wednesday that we will not have a show. So just in case it is the end of the world for the second time uh, during a regularly scheduled broadcast, then I bid you guys farewell. It's been real. Been fun. Might even say it's been real fun. Uh, but if Terminators take over the world, then I'll see you guys on the flip side. I'm siding with the robots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be a sympathizer. I know, I know how that story goes. 
Can we get dirt to do stupid news? <laughs> yeah. Hudson, I did it. Thank you. Uh, everyone was reminding me because I said during Fluffer time that my timers ran out on my Rogue Faction store during the first break. So I did that. So, guys, there you go. Just a, a couple of uh, reminders there. All right. Uh, let's dive in. Rogue Research Tree, ladies and gentlemen. Let's begin with the very first leg. I'm going to touch on this very, very briefly, guys. If you want to open up your store, and or not your store, but your research, uh, Outlaw Research Tree, and go through it with me, I'm just going to touch on the first leg. Most of you guys have done this. But just like we've done with research trees in the past, I'm going to go through and tell you what I feel like is important and not important. Um, unfortunately, a lot of this stuff is very uh, early for some of the veteran players. Now, this is what I like, okay? I do like this for some of the newer players to the game, players who did not experience the original arc of Augment. There's some good research here. Okay, for some of you who did not experience the original augment research, there is some good stuff here. Okay, but th but it's only for you. Okay, for most of us in our 30s, this first leg of the research tree feels ridiculous. Okay, we'll start with outlaw mechanics. I'm cool with that. Outlaw mechanics is a repair cost reduction. That's fantastic, except it's additive. Okay, it's not a net result of 35%. As a matter of fact, the 35%, I think we figured out, Gregor, gets you a net of about 8.5 to 9%, depending on where some of your other researches are. But yeah, roughly 8 or 9%. Okay, uh, yep. which is which is significant still, mind you. Okay, I mean, on a hundred million trite repair, now it's only ninety million trite repair. <laughs> it's not a prime either, so it's yeah, not a prime. It's, it saves. That's right. Stevens Aaron says every little bit counts, and it does. Okay, so outlaw mechanics a very very big one. Fighting dirty, a flat Ugh. bonus to piercing stats. All right, in the first round of station combat. Now, Gregor, I, I had a quick question on this. Fighting dirty, does this mean for the platform, for the first round of station combat, is this for your platform it's or if you're attacking the, a base? I, I believe it's for the attacker, but it's so minuscule, it's hard to yeah. flesh out. It's 1,000 stat points added to all three forms of attack. All right, piercing, that's uh, shield piercing, armor piercing, and accuracy. Okay, a thousand points added to all three. Now, where you get that, who knows? Because, by the way, it doesn't display anywhere in the game. Nowhere. Doesn't display anywhere in the game. Once you complete that research, I challenge you to go find anywhere in the game that actually displays your statistical bonus. You no, you're measuring <laughs> minuscule percentages in battle logs to try and figure out it. Yeah, you'll never find it. As a matter of fact, if you look at your actual statistics for your defense platforms, it does not display there. It does not display on your ship uh, in your statistics logs. Like if you go to look at your components, it doesn't display there. You must have faith that these statistical stats or these statistical bonuses are being implied because you cannot verify them anywhere. Okay? And so if and it's a minuscule amount at max tier for most players. So fighting dirty, eh, eh. All right, don't worry about it. Um, now, this is a cool one. I like this one. Gregor, as a matter of fact, according to our calendar, starting tomorrow, by the time some of you listen to this podcast, by the time some of you listen to this podcast, an Apex event will already be underway. What does this consist of? I don't know, but I'm excited about it. I hope it's creative. I hope that it's fun. It is an Alliance Milestone-only event that will last for 72 hours. Okay? 72 hours is our first Apex event. It starts tomorrow. 
Okay. There's three apex researches, by the way, all three use the same form of currency, just they're significantly more expensive. Okay. Uh, apex reward tokens, I believe is what they're called. Is that right? Apex reward medals, research Sorry. medals, yeah. medals. Okay. These apex medals. Now, <laughs> JB says, Ooh, at least it's not an auction. We have no idea. We have no idea. We do know it's an Alliance milestone event. There could be an auction component. We don't know. Okay. Uh, Epic Neo says should be similar to Crucible of War. That's what I'm banking on. That's what I'm betting on right there. It's a three-day event, and it's Alliance milestone only. All right. I, I'm digging this because if this is the case, strong alliances should hopefully get a nice handful of these research medals. The Apex researches are super duper important. Okay. Uh, this first one, Apex Getaway Pilots, Warp Speed, all ships. Okay. This would be really, really great for everybody, not just the VIPs who are traveling to and from dark space, but anywhere wanting to try to go uh, do a raid at warp or anybody trying to go defend somebody's base or trying to go steal a raid or whatever it is that you may be doing. Maybe you just don't want to sit there and wait eight minutes for your ship to get wherever you need to go. Okay. Apex getaway pilots, warp speed. I think that one's going to be big. I think that one's going to be a lot. Uh, I think that one's going to be very interesting as it's tied in with the event. So you guys keep an eye on that one. I like that one. Lightweight engines, warp speed for empty ships. Okay, that one again. Anything that incre- increases my warp speed, I'm kind of with. Now the interesting thing is here, Gregor. There's like three or four different warp speed researches. To me, that feels a little redundant, right? Why didn't they just combine it all into one? <laughs> they wanted multiple research nodes for the same net effect, essentially. It's incremental fixing. It's incremental fixing. Yeah, there you go. Price fixing. You got a blokeman to cost a little bit more. <gasps> I didn't say that out loud. Next is bolstered hulls. I like this one. Or do I? Extra hull health points for defense platforms. Now, you know what? I do like that one. I do like that one because, you know, people do try to raid me a lot. Although, again, that extra, you know, small percentage of whole health points is not going to stop big country from smashing down my defensive platforms. Okay. Uh, Snake Eye says, you mean people raid you a lot. Yes, that happens. Okay. And I I don't know if bolstered holes is going to do enough to to keep one of those big players out. What do you think, Gregor? How important Uh, would you rate this? No. Uh, no, no, that's a good, it's actually one of the better research, better than lightweight engines, for sure. Okay, okay. So you, you're liking the, the defensive health points on your defense platforms faster, better than faster warp speeds? Because it's like, uh, the, the, the other one's like a fifth of a Domitia, you know what I'm saying? Like okay. it's a muted effect. Okay, so lightweight, uh, lightweight engines, you're saying, is just too small of an effect for the return. Okay. Right. Um, here's this next one. This one, this one drives me nuts. Okay. This one actually made me upset today when I was talking with Gregor about it. Plutonium bartering one, plutonium bartering one. This, uh, first of all, if you've already got a max botany bay or two, it doesn't matter. It is a prerequisite, but you don't have to max it out. But I mean, it's garbage. It's an absolute garbage research. All right. Yep. Stevens Aaron says hijack ships use plutonium. Yeah, who's still who in their thirties is still working on a level twenty six ship? Okay. Not this guy. Not me. Okay, but in fairness, if you're working on your botany bays or if you're working on on, Plut- uh, on hijack ships, all right, or if you're a skin collector, you're working on ship collection, that's fine, okay? Plutonium bartering one, 
guess what? It only helps you on common plutonium. So cheers. Three cheers for that. Okay. <laughs> That's the problem right there. Three cheers for that. Plutonium bartering one improves the cost efficiency of common plutonium. All right. I know you're regretting that Taco Bell. I hope that my opinion on plutonium bartering comes across loud and clear. All right. Hey, plutonium bartering two. Let's skip forward just a little bit. Plutonium bartering two. Uh, yeah, that helps you with the uncommon plutonium. If, in my opinion, if you were going to work on uh, uh, plutonium requirements, plutonium bartering two is probably the most important. Okay, that one's probably the most important one because it is the uncommon. Okay, because FYI, I did some math for you. I did math. Plutonium bartering three is for rare plutonium. Rare plutonium. Um, the break-even point, ladies and gentlemen, is I wrote it down. Let me find it. Where is it? See, this is the problem with doing all these notes. Over. Oh, here we go. Rare. Plutonium bartering three. Rare plutonium cost efficiency. The break-even point, by the way, this to max this research costs 700 uncommon ore. 700 uncommon ore and 12,000 outlaw credits if you want to max it. The cost efficiency breakpoint, and this is where I did the math. So you guys, you guys determine whether or not using this research is worth it. Plutonium bartering three costs 700 uncommon ore, and its break even point, well, there isn't a break even point, but for example, the Botany Bay. The Botany Bay uses 228 rare plutonium. At max level of plutonium bartering three, it will reduce your expenditure from 228 to 143. Somebody tell me if that 85 plutonium there is worth 700 uncommon ore. Because my money's on. Get the heck out of here. Plutonium bartering is garbage. Blokeman says absolutely worthless. JB says, but I already have two max botany bays. So why spend the materials on it? Well... Uh, somebody said a minute ago, you might be, JB is an Ops 41, you could be working on a hijacked legionary. So, you know, I mean, if you, <laughs> if you want to do that, you could do that. Okay. Uh, maybe a hijacked Mayflower. Anybody working on that? Okay. There you go. Spend 700 uncommon ore and you can save yourself 85 rare plutonium. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take a deep breath. <gasps> <laughs> All right, plutonium bartering. There's my opinion on that. Okay, plutonium bartering. Garbage. Next, bolstered shields. Shield health points for defense platforms. Okay, I guess, you know. Again, that's taking 80% of the brunt, but again, such a small statistical bonus. All right, this whole first leg is garbage. Except for the outlaw mechanics. I like that one. And bolstered holes, I guess. Eh. Yeah. I like the, you know what? I like the warp speed better, but you know, that's just me. Augment hull and augment shields. Okay. Hull health points for the Botany Bay only. FYI, just as a point of contention, since you guys are talking about, um, since you guys are talking about hijacked ships, augmented hull and augmented shields, by the way, only affect the Botany Bay, not hijacked ships. So, there's another one. Okay. How often do you expect your botany bay to survive combat? <laughs> My botany bay never survives combat of any kind. Okay. 
uh, hull health points and shield health points for the Botany Bay. It says augmented hull and augmented shields, but the description says bonus hull health points for the Botany Bay. For the Botany Bay, folks. So even your hijacked ships not getting the benefit of that research. Now, here's one. Data storage. Protected cargo limit increased for the Botany Bay. Okay, that one. Uh, sure. That, that's a little bit more beneficial, especially given the nature of our data mining now. Okay. So, uh, you know, and somebody I was reading earlier said that, hey, this has now become, the Botany Bay has now become a viable raiding ship. I don't disagree. Okay. Uh, the Botany Bay uh, now with its expanded cargo and its protected cargo is probably a decent ship for raiding under duress. Okay, rating under duress. Plus, it's impulse speed. Yeah, it's fast as hell, Blokeman says. All right, rating under duress. Your faction miners, for example, could still take more of a load, but if you're in combat, then the Botany Bay can move around much quicker. Okay, move around a little bit quicker. So that one's a good one. All right, now, somebody asked this question a second ago. Here's a really good one. I like it. Interceptor, battleship, and explorer bartering. This one is huge, guys. This one, in my opinion, is the most important piece of research in the entire first leg. Interceptor, battleship, explorer, bartering. What does this do? This improves the cost efficiency of parts for ship components. Now, guys, there is already a research for this, which means that this is an additive bonus. An additive bonus. Durr says, again, survey gets missed. Agreed. Yep. That's been passed up. Trust me, you're not the first person that's asked about that, even from the galaxy tree. Where's the survey efficiency? Now we have a brand new tree. They had an opportunity to put it in. They had an opportunity to put it in, and it still did not. Okay? But Explorer, Interceptor, and Battleship, Bartering. And that, that net effect moves us from the previous 33% to about 42 to 43%. It does. Effective. All right. Uh, I, uh, I have mine at level six, which is as high as I can go until I get my R&D at 236. All right. JB says, does it improve four-star parts? You betcha. Yes. You betcha, ladies and gentlemen. So for those of you working on jellies, that's a big one. Explore bartering. Four-star parts cost reduction. And again, like, like Gregor just says, you combine that with the other parts reduction in the galaxy tree, now that's a big one. That's a great one. So that is my favorite piece of research in this entire leg. Max says it's really cheap for what it does. You bet. All right? It is. All right. Uh, here we go. Augmented warp and augmented impulse. Uh, Botany Bay Warp Speed and Botany Bay Impulse. That, that's it. That's all it does. And it is specifically written for the Botany Bay. Could include hijacks, but it's not written that way. Okay? So we don't, we don't really know. All right. Uh, let's see. And then Prime Augment Favor. Again, for those who missed the first leg of Augment, Prime Augment Favor is probably among the worst primes that you could buy. Gregor? I would put this prime right down there with prime uh, resource protection, <laughs> prime vaults. That's where I, I rank this one. As a matter of fact, the prime resource protection that doesn't work, I would probably rank higher than this prime augment rep because at least it works for my trade and my steel. Yeah, I mean, it's really only useful for newer players, uh, not for legacy players. And again, newer players who are wanting to what? Fast track your 1 million augment rep. Guys, 1 million won't take you but a few weeks. Grind it out. 
grind it out. Now, Blokeman says, unless they expand Augment, which is certainly possible, to be perfectly frank with you, though, I think... I don't think they will. I think they've already done it. I think that this new uh, re- this new outlaw research, this new rogue faction, it is augment in a lot of ways, right? I mean, a lot of the research involves uh, Botany Bay and involves hijacked and involves plutonium. I feel like this is the augment expansion. Rogue is augment 2.0, says Durr. I kind of agree. I feel like we're already there. Okay, so I don't think that we're going to see, at least not anytime soon. We could, we could see something way down the road, but I mean, this is a big enough expansion. This is going to take us a while to get through. They're not going to, they're not going to dogpile it on. They're going to, they're going to space this out a little while. Okay, so if we did get an augment expansion, I expect it to be months and months and months and months from now. Okay, just FYI. And there you go. There's your first leg. All right. Let's jump into leg number two, or what I'm going to refer to as the alpha leg. Okay. Why am I calling it the alpha leg, DJ? This is because this is this section of the tree requires alpha particles. All right. So we're going to call this one the alpha leg. Okay. Now, Battledroid says, why did they work on plutonium when not needed? Because, again, th- that's the first leg. That's the cheap leg. That's the leg everybody can do. They're forcing you to do that research to unlock the Stella. Why? Because they want people to be able to use their Botany Bay and use Augment features better and faster, and that's fine. They're trying to make the Botany Bay great again, all right? And they're forcing you to do it. You literally can't unlock the Stella until you've done a handful of this research. All right, and if I'm not mistaken, Gregor, what is it? Like 78 nodes are required to unlock the Stella? 74? 70. I can't remember, but can't remember. sorry. It's 70-something. 70 70-something 70 of these nodes are required to open the Stella. 70, Snake Eye says. 70. All right, so you got to do some of them. Got to. Okay? You have to. Now, Tech Man says, I don't have a horizon yet. Well... Huh, tech man, then this research is for you. He says, I only raid with a Botany Bay. Buddy, then, then you, are the, you are the poster child for leg one of this research. You are the player that Scopely was after. They're trying to help you catch up. Okay? They're trying to help you catch up. Okay? So there you go. You are the poster child for leg one. Now let's talk about the alpha leg. The alpha leg begins with anarchist weaponry. Bonus piercing stats for all ships against Eclipse hostiles. I'll tell you why I kind of like this one. This is your first major attack-based research. Okay? The bonus piercing stats are percentage-based. All right? Therefore, they're based off of the base stats. Right, Gregor? But, I mean, at my level, I've got mine to level 7 now. And I've got a 440% boost to base stats. That means to base stats before any other research. Okay? I'm getting a 540% value out of this research before any of the other attack-based researches. And there are dozens, well, maybe not dozens, but there's a lot. This formula would be incredibly difficult to actually get your net yield, (laughs) Gregor, because there's so many damage-based researches. Yep. Okay. Now, this research, uh, you're correct, Snake Eyes. It also unlocks for free, mind you, the first alpha particle. Um, and and P.S. For those of you who are not the troublemaker yet, this is where your um, your troublemaker token unlocks. Okay, so that you can actually unlock anarchist weaponry. What was it called? A lackey token. There it was, lackey. 
The lackey token unlocks, and you spend that. You get that in the faction store. You spend rogue credits on it, and then you come over here and you unlock anarchist weaponry. Now, I like this research. It's where you get one alpha particle. Then you have to choose. So I chose the top row, and we're going to go through this first, and then we're going to come back. Now, I'm not going to spend a ton of time. We're just going to go through it. I took the top. Okay, so I went and unlocked Stella Weaponry. Um, Stella Weaponry is bonus damage. Stella versus Eclipse enemies, including Armadas, FYI. All right. Uh, and this is, again, a flat bonus, okay, in damage. P.S., good luck finding it. All right. It should reflect in a battle log, but, again, does not reflect on any statistical screen in the game. Doesn't show up anywhere. Doesn't show up on weapons. Doesn't show up in the Stella. It doesn't show up anywhere except for potentially in the battle log. Well, unless you have a base model Stella battle log that you can go back and compare to, you don't know if you're getting the benefit here. I can only assume that we are. All right, Mine's up to 16,000. A 16,000 bonus damage. And FYI, Gregor and I were theorizing that that would be a bonus damage per shot. But we don't know. If it, it, I, it, would be, it would be okay if it was per shot, but if it's per round, that's an absolutely terrible research, right? <laughs> well, if you're, and if you're playing the game right now, your build, max, grab, repeat, uh, you're, you, it's hard to test. It is. It's a difficult one to test. We have to have a little bit of faith in you, Scopely, to make sure that this one's working properly. I'm sure eventually we'll be able to test it somehow. But again, you can't even test an exact... I mean, you're going to have to look at averages because there's a weapons range, right? There's a weapons range. Now, German Hugo, German Gregor, Hugo, says, I can confirm that this research works. Thank, good, the, thank the good Lord, Hugo. Thank you. And right. it's per shot. Is it, per, is it per shot? Tell us about this one, uh, Hugo. Is it per shot, per round, per battle? Uh, what, what is it? it? It gives you a flat bonus damage for the Stella versus Eclipse enemies, but it's not written very well. How frequently does it give you this bonus? I'm hoping per shot. And if it's per shot... It's per shot. It's 16 times in the, uh, in the arch rounds and uh, eight times in the... Um, even rounds. So if my bonus is 16,000, then I'm getting 16,000 bonus damage per shot. Yes. That's big. Um, That's a good one, guys. The stellar weapons on baseline is, 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 is exactly what the Kum what a Max Kumari does. It's about 30,000 to 36,000 for the energy shots. And, and, the, um, and the torpedo is split in half, so about 70, 80, uh, divided by two and it's kind of exactly the same damage the stella does on rank one <laughs> all right there you go so there you go guys stella weaponry that's a great research all right and it's relatively inexpensive relatively inexpensive i have mine to tier seven uh right there's a screenshot of it at tier nine which shows that it only needs about two hundred thousand dill but this is where stella particles start to come into play now level nine uh, you're level 9. You'd be going for level 10 there, Kirko. That's a pretty high level. I, I went through. Now, Big Country said this to us, uh, Gregor, the other day when we were talking about what we were estimating the cost of this entire tree. He said, and I think you agreed with him, that for the most part, most of these researches, they are relatively easily obtainable up to about level five level four level five for some of the some for some of the researches that are only five levels maybe level one or level two 
right? But the first third, the first third of these researches seem to be uh, a relatively affordable, guys. Okay, relatively affordable, meaning that the scrapping model with your Stella is going to carry you through this. It's going to take time. It's going to take time because you can only get 450 Stella particles, you know, let's say per day if you want to use your Stella for 12 hours. Okay, and you could potentially get 900 if you had plenty enough uranium laying around. So, you know, you can get some of these Stella particles in a day, but... You know, the outlaw research credits are also a gated commodity, so it's just going to take you time. But this is actually very, very possible. Okay? Now, Maztec says mixing stellar research within an alliance is a must. Offense for some folks and armada defense for others. All Stella of one research type don't do as well as mixed stellar research crews. Obviously, once you get both unlocked, not as much of a big deal. That makes complete sense, Maztec. Absolutely makes sense, because let's continue talking about these researches, all right? So we got stellar weaponry. That's a big one. I think you should uh, focus on that, at least getting it through, like, say, ops, you know, or level 5, level 6, level 7, if you can. All right, the next one, hideout weaponry. Uh, again, I feel like this is a filler piece of research, but nonetheless, uh, it is bonus damage percentage for weapons platforms. Again, preventing raiding. All right, or fighting against raiders, fighting against attackers, okay? Bonus damage percentage for weapons platforms and uh, following the same mentality of Stella weaponry and some of the other weaponry uh, researches we've already seen, we're going to assume that that's per shot, okay? Per shot, hideout weaponry. Uh, okay, here I'm going to get nerdy on you folks. Hang on, Dunk. We're going to get to the second alpha particle in a second. All right, I'm going to get nerdy, folks. Here's just uh, here's one to get nerdy on. Crystal research efficiency and or crystal building efficiency. Uh, the research efficiency is the one you get from the top row, so let's talk about it. All right, at level two, it's 10% uh, crystal, efficient, uh, crystal cost efficiency for research, research only. So you got to go and look and see how many of your researches are going to use crystal. Now, this is what we were talking about, Gregor. We said, gosh, it's that's a very expensive research, right? The crystal efficiency is an extremely expensive research. It costs uncommon crystal and then only saves you 10% or 15% or 20% later on, right? So I did some math. <laughs> I got out my... I oh, got out my uh, my ruler and my uh, calculator, and I started writing formulas. Guys, the formula for the break-even point is as follows. X minus X divided by 1.15 equals the cost of the research. All right, so let's, let's take a look at this. I, I'm going to get nerdy, okay? At level three, folks. Now, by the way, you can get to level two for essentially free. You can get to level two without the cost of uncommons. Okay, and that's a 10% bonus. That is your best cost efficiency right there because it's essentially free. At level three, crystal research efficiency, it costs 340 uncommon crystal. It costs 340 uncommon crystal. So how much uncommon crystal do you have to spend on other researches before the savings become higher than 340? 34,000. Not quite. Not going to <laughs> Not that bad. 2,607. Okay, because it, because it gives you a 15% at level 3. Okay. Durr says, yeah, but you're going to spend it anyway, so you might as well go ahead. I don't disagree. 2,607 uh, is, not, is not a lot. And you're right. The earlier you do it, the better. 
But I do think that there's going to be a breakdown in efficiency, Durr. At level four, you have to spend, and this is just on research, folks. Okay, how many, (coughs) big country, Gregor, you could probably tell me, how many researches are extremely, as in we're talking multiple thousands of crystal. How many researches take six, seven, ten thousand crystal? I mean, is there a lot? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, there you go. So this one's a big one. All right. At level four, it costs 790 crystal. Now, by the way, that's cumulative. Okay. That's the uh, 340 plus 450. It costs 450 for level four, but you've already spent 340. So the new cost efficiency at level four is 4,740. So if you buy into this research, folks, here's what I'm saying. If you buy this research today, you need to spend more than 4,740 in the long run to break even. That's why I don't know that I really like this research, but you guys are saying that the researches are going to get stupid expensive? Well, then maybe. Like and and 10, Tech Man, that's what I said. It's only for research on uncommon crystal. That's my point. Guys, this is not ship components. This is not going to help you on your faction miners. This is crystal-related research, guys. Not, oh, no, Durr. Not buildings. Oh, you're saying the building one seems less good since there's only a few buildings. Okay, plus the loading docks. Yes, this is long play saving. I agree. Okay, and yes, Wicked Witch, some of these at the higher levels are gated by rep level. But again, this is research that that could potentially, for maybe somebody like Gregor, okay? Now, Tech Man, he says buildings are not research. Yes, but uh, so we said that we're doing the top row first. The bottom row has crystal building efficiency, which we'll talk about in a moment. Not in as much detail, but it's the same thing. Level five, just FYI, 6,800 crystal is your break point. Level six, 8,117 plus 490 rare. 490 rare crystal to get to level six. That's your break-even point. Okay? So you guys decide if you feel like it's worth it. That one looks to me like it's an extremely long play. And, man, is it expensive up front. I mean, that's that's like, <laughs> that's like Gregor, what do you – I would compare that to, like, a 36-month CD. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's, that's not a quick uh, that payoff. Would, that would be really cool if they actually applied it to all things as one research. But, oh. I mean, it does, it does pay <laughs> off for the whales, though. Like, we have researches that are six, seven, eight thousand uncommon crystal. So. Yeah, but that's four I mean, star. It, yeah. Does this stuff work on four star? Because I yeah. would imagine that it does. It does not say three star, guys. It says crystal cost efficiency. Paul says, yes, it works on four star. Uh, yes. Okay. Thank you, Paul. He says, yes, he is confirming that this works on four star materials as well. So again, yes, for the VIPs, probably this is a more valuable research. Okay. Can confirm. He did a prime. Shinjo says, I did a prime requiring four-star, and it gave me a refund. There you go. All right. So, Durr says, it could still be useful for those of us not yet up to four-star. Yes, but it's a long-term play, buddy. A long-term play. Battle Droid says, would it change this uh, to, does this change to uncommon? What do you mean? That It already shows some uncommon. Anyway, we'll we'll move on, Battle Droid. Rephrase your question. We'll come back to it. That's crystal research efficiency, guys. Important research probably for the long haul. Very expensive up front. 
okay? By the way, it is a rebate like pretty much every other pure research in the game. It is not displayed savings. It is a rebate, okay? Augmented credit yield. <sighs> Augment credits. Augment credits. That's on the top line. Um, fortunately, you don't have to spend a lot of time on this one. Level two, and then you're going to get to a rep gate, and it'll give you a 20% boost on any uh, augmented credits that you can acquire out of your faction store. Okay. That's fine if you're still working. You know what? If you're still working on augment officers, then this is probably not a bad one. But again, 20% is such a low amount, it's going to take a long time to really come around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, 20%, you can get 7,500 a day, right, Gregor? Yeah, but it's it's one of those researches that, as many of these, are dating other researches. So yeah. You're kind so, of forced to. Yeah, for example, augmented credit yield does, by the way, boost independent credits. Okay, and at level two, it'll give you 10 extra independent credits a day, DJ Gurr says. I'm only at level one. It's giving me five extra a day. Mm. Okay, I mean, it'll add up. I know it'll add up. And you know what? Level one and level two are not that expensive. So, you know, go ahead and do that. The higher levels do get pretty pricey, though. All right, here's a good one. Here's a good one, Gregor. Rogue hulls. My Rogue hulls. This is a beautiful one, but it's more expensive. Starting at level one, it costs 90 uncommon ore. At level two, it goes to um, 286 ore and 50 rare, and that's only level two. But what does it do? It's a bonus hull health points for all ships. And by the way, this is percentage based. Now, again, percent, okay, percent to... Uh, Trash Panda says, P.S. Building Crystal Research is displayed, not a rebate. Okay, okay. That would be new if they've done it this way. Most all of these pures have been rebate form. Uh, so you're saying that the Building Crystal Research is displayed. So if you increase that research, okay, there you go. Max says the same thing, not a rebate. So your displayed savings are already there. Okay, it's already there. All the building ones are rebate, though. Good God. Yeah, that's because they've done things like building efficiency, and this is where I wish they would pick a platform and stick with it. So you're saying that building crystal research is displayed savings, but building... Uh, wait, the building crystal... Re uh, which one? Building? The building the crystal. But the, the crystal, the crystal uh, research efficiency. Which one, guys? The building one is displayed. Yes, because buildings have always been displayed because of the building efficiency research. But you're saying that the research crystal efficiency is a refund. Gotcha. Okay, that's correct. So, guys, uh, uh, we actually had that right. The building crystal uh, or the, the crystal research efficiency is a rebate. So you guys are messing me up by going to the bottom row. I've been working on the top. Crystal research efficiency is a rebate. Okay? That is a rebate. We're going to handle the bottom line here in just a second. We're going to have to speed up. Rogue holes. I like it. Level one is a 25% boost. Whole health points for all ships. Now, again, base values. What is the actual net effect? Uh, what I have been able to find is about 5%. About 5%. So, I, I mean, hey, extra 5% of health on a ship that's got a million health points, that's big. I like that. Okay? Rogue Holes is probably one of my favorite ones out of the top row of the alpha leg. Guys, that is an expensive research, but oh, so worth it. Extra health. Guys, extra health is the life in this game. Shields regenerate. Okay? Attack is what it is. Hull never regenerates. It literally gives you more ability to do more per life of your ship. 
Okay? It's a longer life. You will last longer doing the same stuff. Okay? Rogue holes, big one. Go do it. Stellar Warp Drive is a stellar research, just like stellar weaponry. Okay? Stellar Warp Drive does not cost any uncommon, by the way. Does not cost any uncommon and uh, just costs stellar particles and research credits. By the way, almost all of these stellar researches don't require uncommon. They just require ungodly amounts of particles. Okay? Um, let's see. Thank you. Paul says that crystal research efficiency is displayed. He's showing us a prime right now where it's requiring 286 four-star rare and then coming down and showing 273 four-star rare after he completed crystal efficiency. So how interesting, Gregor. Why would they mix these two platforms? I mean, it's literally always been a rebate. It's always been a rebate, yeah. So pure pures have always been rebates. Who knows? Who knows, buddy? Just to mess with us. Yeah. Okay. So make a note of that, guys. Then that means that all three materials, all right, that means the alpha, beta, and gamma legs, the research efficiency, and the building efficiency are going to be displayed. Okay? I'll make a note of that. Guys, make, uh, make a, a memory note of that. You learned it here. Thank you, Paul Joe. All right? That all six of the, research, of the material research efficiencies in the outlog tree are displayed savings instead of rebates. Okay? There you go. Stevens Aaron says, well, if it was a rebate, it's because they couldn't get display to work properly. Maybe. Maybe that's why the others are rebates. I don't know. All right. Stella Warp Drive. Again, uh, warp speed, Stella only. Going all the way through level six. Cost 29,500 particles. That's a lot. Uh, yes, to answer your question, DJ Gurr, the purers are just for ship components. You're correct. All right, guys. Uh, now, the bottom leg of the alpha leg. Let's, let's try to hurry up. Bottom leg of the alpha leg. You got hideout defenses, okay, which, by the way, you'll notice that all of these researches are related top to bottom. So, for example, we talked about hideout weaponry. That is increasing the damage for defense platforms, but hideout defenses is boosting the mitigation for your defense platforms. That's on the bottom row. You also have assimilated credit yield. Now, you know what? This is on the bottom. I like this one. This one is in comparison to the augment credit yield. So increased independent credits, uh, independent credits from bundles in the augment faction store. And the augment faction store gives you 50. So a 10% boost gives you 55. Look at assimilated credit yield. Improves output from the independent credit bundles in the Borg store. So if you have a maxed Vidar... That is, I'm getting 300 uh, independent credits in a day. A 10% boost gets me 330. Okay? So the assimilated credit yield on the bottom, is it 80? I've lost track. Is it 300 faction credits and then 80 indies? That's what it is. Sorry. So I'm getting 88 instead of 55. So I'm actually doing a little bit better out of the independent store. Sorry about that. Thank you, DJ Gurr. Thank you for setting me straight because I was actually writing that one down for being amazing <laughs> that it was 300. Now, it's 300 faction credits, isn't it? That's what it is. Sorry. 300 faction credits. Thank you. No, uh, the Borg story, it's available in the refinery now, ECH. Go into the refinery and under the Borg tab in the refinery, you can still do it. All right. Yeah, Durr so says... 80, 80 to 96. There you go. Durr says not worth it. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, assimilated credit yield. That's that one. Rogue shields. Okay. Rogue shields, just like rogue hulls, except instead of uh, health points, 
uh, it's shield health points. Well, again, shields regenerate after every single battle. So, I mean, it, it's not a bad thing, but I think whole life is better. Okay, whole life is better. But shield health points, okay, for all ships. Then we come over to crafty engineering, which is the final research in the alpha leg. Crafty engineering, bonus shield health points for the Stella. Guys, this is a Stella research and therefore requires no uncommon, FYI. All right, bonus shield health points for the Stella versus Eclipse enemies. And th by the way, that's a 15-level research. There's no uncommon or rare requirements all the way through level 15. It's just ungodly amounts of particles and research credits. Uh, as a matter of fact, Gregor, I researched all 12 of these researches in Elkars, and I'm pretty sure I found that all 12 have something in common. None of them require materials other than Stella particles and research credits which is something that we hadn't really considered before, but as I was doing all this prepa uh, preparation today, I noticed there are no uncommons. Oh, yeah, but still dilithium. Oh, yeah, resources, yes, but no materials other gotcha. than the specialty materials. Okay? Maztec says it increases shield health points at the start, which means the shield will last longer. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. And again, shield has taken 80% of the damage. Okay, 80% of the damage that's getting through your mitigation goes to the shield. So it's not a bad research. Okay, not a bad research at all. I just kind of like, I, I, there's very few battles in which I do completely lose shields, right? You're probably the same. If you're hitting hostiles, you don't ever lose shields. Right? The, the only time you really lose shields is probably in armadas. Okay, Captain Bull says it's good, but hull is better. I kind of agree. Okay, uh, JB says worthless for an enterprise, but this one is just for Stella, so it ain't helping your enterprise anyway. Okay, crafty engineering, shield health points for the Stella, and that concludes the alpha leg. Okay, and again, I conclude with this, guys. The first third, the first four or five levels of each of these Stella researches in the first leg only require the prerequisites of a couple of hundred uncommon, okay? So, so the stellar researches don't take any uncommon, but there are some prereqs, okay? To complete, say, the first 33% of the entire alpha leg is only going to cost a couple hundred uncommon. Those are the prereqs, okay? So not terrible, not great. First leg of research gets a score of F plus, JB says. <laughs> not a big fan. You know what? Again, there's nothing crazy, super duper outrageous here, but it is the first one and it's available for free. So let's take a look at the beta leg, the beta leg. This is your second group. Okay. Your second group. Now, FYI, eclipse defenses is where the beta leg starts. Beta leg starts with eclipse defenses. When you complete eclipse defenses, and it does require 25,000 rep, and it requires you to purchase a scoundrel token, FYI. When you complete Eclipse Defenses, it will give you two particles. One alpha to go back and pick up on the one that you skipped. And one beta to start the beta leg. Battle Droid says that this also requires ops level 31. That may be. I'm not. Okay, there you go. I didn't check that part of it, but there you go. So Ops 31 is where uh, you're also gated to Scoundrel in the Augment Rep. All right, so you have to be Ops 31 to start the beta leg. 
And Eclipse Defenses, by the way, is prime. Uh, you've got, uh, of course, the Eclipse Defenses there. Eclipse Defenses, uh, bonus mitigation stats versus Eclipse Enemies. This is for any ship, by the way. It's not a stellar research. Any ship gets bonus mitigation stats against Eclipse Enemies. So that's extra defensive statistical points, for those of you who are wondering. That's extra shields, extra uh, armor, and extra dodge. And that's the one that lets you go back and start alpha again, right? That is correct. That one, that one allows you an alpha particle to go back and finish the second half of the alpha leg. Now, right around Eclipse Defenses, you've got two primes. I sorry, I lied. You got one prime. Prime Stella Efficiency, which we talked about earlier. If you're going to heavily invest in this arc, then I think that that's probably a prime you need to get. It will cut the cost of uranium in half. Okay, cut the cost of uranium in half. It's important. Uh, and here you see your second Apex research. Again, I'm kind of excited for what Apex is going to bring. And guys, just uh, FYI, you can skip forward with the Apex. All right, take a look. Apex is standalone. So you look at the first one, the Apex uh, getaway pilots. It's standalone. Look, no lines go into it. No lines go out of it. It's a standalone. So let's say, Gregor, that you go out and you dominate this Apex event that starts tomorrow. And I have no idea what you're going to win. But let's say you won 500 Apex medals. All right, I hope it's more than that. Let's, let's hope it's like 1,000 or 2,000. But, but let's say you won 500. All right, you could do getaway pilots, first couple levels. Or you could scroll ahead and do Chop Shop, which costs 125. You can skip if I, forward. If I wanted to win that event, if I wanted to win that event, I absolutely would do that. The Stella. Well, event. would you? Because the first level of Chop Shop only increases your scrapping speed 5%. Okay, oh, so, that's true. That's yeah. true. It might be limited. It might be rep bound to past that. Is it rep bound past that? I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out for you super quick. Let me uh, click it in to... L cars, uh, Apex, Chop, Shop. Show me, baby. Show me the stats. Here we go. Apex, Shop. Okay. Oh, I clicked the wrong code. Apex, Chop, Shop. Here we go. All right. L cars, show it to me, baby. Here we go. At ops, or at uh, level one, requires uh, Scrapyard 31. Okay. Ooh. You're not going to be able to get it up very high, man. Uh, level one is Scrapyard 31. Level two is another 160 tokens, but Scrapyard 32 is required. Level three is 200 additional Apex medals. Scrapyard 33, uh, 34, 35. So, uh, chop Shop level six. But no rep binding, huh? No rep binding. And that's it. There are no further requirements. So after Chop Shop Level 5, which requires Scrapyard 35, there are no additional requirements. So if you have a Scrapyard at Level 35, you could complete all 15 levels of Chop Shop. Now, just to give you an idea of what it would take to max that research out, you'll need a total of 11,255 research medals. Gregor, what do you think the odds are that we get more than 500 or 1,000 in this upcoming event? <laughs> what do you think the odds are we get any before the Stella event ends? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, at, at 5%, I, I don't know. No, I think we're going to get some. I think they're going to award some during this next Apex event. All right. But, again, at 5%, 
net yield on to scrapping speed. I don't know if it's if it's a thousand percent worth it. But I mean, hey, any help is any help. And even in the future, I mean, we might see stellar progression events again in the future. Certainly possible. All right. But they did Vidar a couple of times, right? They did. They did do the Vidar a few times. So you never know. You you yeah. guys could see that a couple of different times and and whatever. DJ Gurr says Apex is coming monthly. Okay. There you go. So again, a long form here. All right. Long form. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Okay, let's continue on. So uh, we talked about the primes. We talked about the apex and eclipse defenses. Let's talk about the top half of the beta leg. Here we shall begin. Stella piercing. More bonus piercing stats. Yay! Another redundant research, in my opinion. Uh, It is a flat bonus. And Gregor, at level one, it increases all your piercing stats by 2,500 stat points. Minuscule. That is, what, 1% for you? Less than 1%? yeah, it is because about 1%. Because it's not a flat effect. Yeah, it's less than that. Less than 1% net yield for Gregor. Now, for me, effect. For me it could be a net effect of 1% to 2%. Okay? But Gregor's ships are just so much bigger than mine. Okay? <laughs> His is way bigger than mine. I don't like to admit that to very many people, but you heard it here. <laughs> okay? Stella Piercing is, by oh, the way, great. a Stella Research... Okay, that is a stellar research, so no uncommons, just stellar particles. All right, but you got to go through and do that. By the way, there's your plutonium bartering three for rare plutonium. Yay. Okay, fortunately, plutonium bartering, from what I can tell, is not a prerequisite for anything else. So you may actually be able to skip that research, at least early on. You may have to do it a little bit later. Uh, but I, I don't think you're going to have to do that initially. Stella piercing is just for the Stella, Zakara. Only for the Stella. That is correct. Okay? Snake Eyes is saying wrong. What are you saying wrong to? Me or somebody else? All right. Stella piercing is just that. Bonus piercing stats for the Stella versus Eclipse uh, Eclipse enemies. Oh, Burn Like Ice says it is needed early on. What's it a prereq uh, for? We'll come back and check on that if somebody's got a screenshot. I'm looking for prereqs on plutonium bartering. Plutonium, the the plutoniums are required for the parts research. Um, We already did the parts research. The parts research was in the first leg, and it did not require plutonium bartering three. Oh, you're saying that it's required for the later levels of parts research? Yeah, Lube, I think you're right. Uh, Plutonium bartering three, guys. Now, guys, Snake Eyes may be right. Uh, in the first leg, you're going to need it to be to go beyond level six. I've got my battleship interceptor and explore bartering to level six, which is the most I can do before I get to R and D thirty six. After R and D thirty six, it may require more. Okay, I don't know, but yes, I am talking about plutonium bartering three. Plutonium bartering three. Okay, Dur, what are you talking about? What uncommons? Oh, you, you, you razzing me? It didn't take that many uncommons to go through the first leg. I already posted the shot. It was like 2,000-some, which I did, FYI, ask for reimbursement on because I did it in the name of research. <laughs> they haven't answered me yet. Yeah, I know. I said only 2K. I had it, but now I don't, and Scopely has not answered me yet. Anyway, uh, beta leg. All right, there was Stella piercing. Yay. Hot dog. Eclipse targeting. This one's not terrible, but again, I'm not super excited about a lot of these researches. Bonus critical chances for all ships versus Eclipse enemies. 
By the way, at level one, it's a whopping 1% bonus. Okay? 1%. Okay? Hey, Durr, I gave you the cost of all the parts research, one through six. I, I wrote down the entire first leg. Here, let me see if we're going to find it to you. Durr is going to do this again. It's in the graphics room if you want to go find it. Uh, let's see. Where did I put that? I'm going to find it and I'll put it back since he wants to play today. My friend Durr Blitz. Gosh, that is so far back. Where is it? Here it is. Here it is. I found it. July 7th. Still in the graphics room, by the way. This is what it costs not only to complete stellar research, but to completely max the first leg of the rogue tree. That is completely maxed, by the way, folks. You don't need to do it to progress further. I just did it to show off the costs of the max research. Anyone want to tell me if those costs right there are worth it to basically juice up my botany bay on steroids <whistles> yeah all right yeah and you're talking about the bartering that's included in all of it okay plutonium bartering uh plutonium bartering two and plutonium bartering one are maxed and they are included in that cost there you go it wasn't i mean obviously I, it was expensive but i mean it wasn't mind-blowingly expensive that screenshot right there is what i spent on the entire first leg 2100 uncommon crystal 136 rare 1798 uncommon ore 115 rare 2307 uncommon gas and 163 rare gas that's what i spent to max the entire first leg oh yeah it is it, i'm not saying it's not a lot guys it is a lot but i mean i had it so i spent it and yes dur I've requested reimbursement. It just hasn't come yet. <laughs> Who knows if it ever will. I tried. I did all that stuff on day one to show you guys. Not only you guys, but the official Discord. I was on the official Discord a lot that day. All right, moving on. Station targeting. Bonus crit chance. Bonus crit chance for defense platforms. Bonus crit chance for defense platforms. Again, one through five. All right, I'm not excited about that research. Gregor, I mean, pff, bonus crit chance for freaking defense platforms, a bonus of 1%. You don't really rely on your defense platforms for defense, right? It's more oh. about the ships you have in station. Uh, I agree. I agree. This, I don't know. I feel like those things are glass cannons. So with a little bit of crit to them, a little bonus, extra chance, 1% each round, it gets up to 5. That seems pretty good to me. 1% each level. Okay, so yeah. so yeah, like if if I complete this research, then my defense platforms have a plus one percent, okay, uh, plus one percent uh, for critical hit chance. Now you say I use con for one percent, Stevens Aaron. No, I use con for four percent. I didn't use con when he was one and two percent. I didn't. All right, I started using him at three, and now I use him a lot at four. All right, but anyway, bonus crit chance. That's station targeting. And there we see our gas building efficiency right there. Same thing goes, okay? Building efficiency, displayed savings, okay? And same kind of break-even point that I talked to you about earlier. It's going to take thousands to break even. Thousands to break even. You're right, Omicron. Con is cumulative, and this is just a flat addition to your bonus crit chance, so it's not even as good as con. Station, uh, let's see, station targeting. We talked about that one. Here's a cool one. Now, I like this one, Gregor. This is a Stella research. Energy Guerrilla Warfare. Now, here's where I like this one. And by the way, if Hugo confirmed that this one worked earlier, then this one should work here. Bonus energy weapon damage for the Stella versus Eclipse enemies. Level one is 10,000 damage points. 10,000 damage points bonus 
her shot against huge. I mean, that's huge, guys. That is uh, six, eight, eight shots, right? That's eighty thousand extra damage in one round. That's actually eighty thousand damage bonus per round because the energies fire every round, and against an eclipse hostile, the energies fire eight times a round. So that's eighty thousand extra damage. Energy Guerrilla Warfare. That one is big. Pursue that one. Pursue that one. Energy Guerrilla Warfare, huge. Bigly. That's a good research. That's a winner. Finally, ship component efficiency. I like this one as well. Material cost efficiency. And by the way, this is also a stellar research. Not really sure why, but it is. Material cost efficiency for ship components. To my knowledge, folks, this is all materials. Uranium, plutonium, G3, G4. I love this research. All right. 5% might not sound like a lot, but it's going to add up. Material cost efficiency for ship components, and that is so a stellar research. So that's everything in the materials tab. That's covering that is what I have been told. I have not been able to really test it because I haven't completed it. It requires energy guerrilla warfare, which requires a beta token, and I don't have it. Okay? But, yes, I've been told that this is anything defined as a material. This is anything that is not basic RSS. Anything besides titanium, steel, or dilithium should be covered by ship component efficiency. Wouldn't it be easier if the icon had the resource picture instead of a generic parts picture? On I know, it? right? Yeah, that's uh, what was throwing me. Infinite Key says ship parts too. I mean, uh, I guess I should rephrase. I don't think I don't think it's going to count parts because parts are not considered a material. They're actually considered parts. Okay, that th- that is that is its own category within the game is parts. Okay, now technically parts are in the materials tabs. So I don't know. Actually, our parts are not. They're in the other tab, aren't they? I think technically. I don't remember. I'd have to double check. Parts are parts, Omicron. I think that that's correct. Besides infinite, there's other researches for the parts, which is why I don't think that they're going to double dip here. Okay? This says materials. And and, and so I'm going to go with what we are familiar with as far as materials go, and that's uranium, plutonium, uh, G3, and G4 materials. Okay? And that concludes your top row of beta. Folks, we are running out of time. So... Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our final break. When we come back, we're going to do the bottom line of beta. And then I guess, Gregor, we may have to do the gamma tree another day. Do you want to do, you want to do that uh, this coming Wednesday? I, I hate to leave that off because I know a lot of people want to talk about that, but we're just uh, we're running well, out of time. We got some, I think we have some testing to go back and do anyways. So. Yeah, we need to go confirm a few things. So here's what we'll do. We'll take our final break. We will go back and do uh, the bottom row of the beta leg. And then we'll schedule the gamma tree for uh, either Wednesday or maybe even next week. For the mo- for the most part, a lot of the VIPs already are into the gamma tree, uh, and they kind of know what it does. So we may uh, hold off on the gamma tree for about a week or so because Wednesday we should be here talking about Apex. But we may be able to get into both. It's only one leg. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll just we'll see where the wind takes us, shall we? Uh, guys, let's take a break. Our final break of the day. We'll come back and finish up the beta leg of the Rogue Outlaw Research Tree. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. 
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Simcoe Chemical Corporation, makers of trihydroxide dexandrolene metachloride diacetate. Now more than ever, the smart choice over hydrobromide hexidoxamine chloronitrate. It's the space movie that won't show its taxes. Donald Trump stars in Hidden Figures. I understand the tax laws better than almost anyone. Journey to a land where a president makes huge money. I just sold an apartment for $15 million to somebody from China. But he won't show his income to the public. And it only makes common sense. Will his political enemies win in court? No. Or will he find a way to write them off for good? I'm going to bomb the sh- out of them. Hidden Figures. Now doing business in Mexico, Japan, China. I love China. I am still living with your ghost. Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast. I don't everybody it is ever clear my name is ultimate djs welcome back to talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast as we finish up uh, our discussion today and through the uh, first leg the alpha leg and the beta leg of the rogue research tree we're going to talk about the gamma leg coming up here in a little bit now somebody did have a question and uh, this was actually a really good question uh, that came through, and I'm going to see if we can get an answer from the community very quickly. I want to know where you can get the second Gamma token without paying for it. Now, Gregor, I know that you bought Research 1, 2, and 3. You got the Gamma tokens from purchase. Um, and if we go into – somebody help me out. There was a place, and I don't remember where the description is, that showed, for example, the Alpha Particle. And that the Alpha Particle – you know what? It might have even been in the pack store. I think was it when when you clicked on? Let me see if I can find it. If you clicked on, uh, so it's when when use. Oh no, this is use these gained from researching rogue tactics out of darkness and mud mods. No, and muds mud. Okay, so let let me slow down and and read this back. The gamma particle. So you're in outlaw research three. You click on gamma particle and read again what it says. You get it from. I'm gonna. Just, I'm gonna put the screenshot in the room thank you very much because the gamma particle folks uh we know that the first one is available with rogue tactics okay and if you take a look there there you go the gamma particle the second one to to earn it for free 
DJ Gurr, is going to be apparently locked to Ops 40 because you need Ops 40 to do the Out of Darkness or the Mud's Mud mission. Folks, I'm throwing this in the... Oh, thank you. Snake Eyes already got it. It's in the graphics room. For those of you listening in podcast, the second Gamma Particle is available out of the specialty mission, Out of Darkness or Mud's Mud. Okay, and that's where you can come back and do the second half of the Gamma Leg. All right. Uh, Snake Eyes, the beta token. Yeah, well, that's only that's going to require somebody who's only purchased Outlaw Research 1 and not purchased Outlaw Research 2, because once you do, then it goes to Outlaw Research 3. Dur says, says, I can do it. All right. Uh, take a click of the beta particle. Thank you. Gregor's got it. Beta particle available from Eclipse Defenses and Rogue Tactics, which is what I've what I've said to you here today. Basically, starting the next leg will give you the particle to go back on the last leg, and then, of course, at the end of the gamma leg, you've got the con mission or the mud mission, which, by the way, Gregor, if you did want to do a quick discussion on the conclusion of the gamma leg, you told me, and I believe I quote, the special missions at Ops 40, I don't give a crap about. Uh, yeah. Yes. Was that what you said? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Can you explain real quick why no one should be uh, wasting hundreds yeah, of millions of I, dill on that? I assume there was going to be like rep payouts of some kind. There's not. The resource payouts are, are dismal. Not even worth it. Uh, not a so mission other chain. Than investigating storyline, it's not worth it. Now, here's the only problem. <laughs> Here's the only problem, DJ Gurr says. I mean, you have to get past that research. You sure do, because those special missions are prerequisites for Getaway Pilots 2 and Sneaky Backhander. Now, you might say that Getaway Pilots 2 may not be a huge big deal, because it, again, is bonus warp speed for all ships, which is nice. Okay, but Sneaky Backhander actually has a payout. Sneaky Backhander requires Ops 41 and unlocks a weekly independent credit gift bundle in the Rogue Faction store containing 100 independent credits. Woo-wee! 100 independent credits. Of course, that is at Ops Level 1. If you decide that you want to spend the 380 million dilithium, uh, I think that's right. Hold on. Let me double check. Because I, I am pulling that one out of my out of my rear here. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to do it for you real quick. Research. Sneaky. Back. Hander. Oops. on it. I did the wrong thing. Daggone Elkars. Sneaky. Back. They have so many commands. Total. All right. Sneaky. Backhander. Uh, here you go. Thirteen. Uh, this is before your pure deal. Okay. Because obviously. Well, is there a deal cost reduction on research, Gregor? Yes. There is. Okay. Thank goodness, because the base value is 13 billion dilithium. 13.2 billion, to be exact. 13.2 billion dilithium to max Sneaky Backhander, which will give you an extra 250 indie credits a week. A week! Gregor, are there other things that you could spend 13 billion dilithium on? Um. Yes, lots. <laughs> By the way, sneaky backhander level five requires ops forty nine. Sneaky backhander level four requires ops forty seven. Level three is forty five. Level two is forty three. Level one is forty one. So it increases two ops levels uh, and basically spans the entire forties. Gregor at forty eight, you can only get to sneaky backhander level four, and uh, that's going to give you. 
Uh, that's going to cost six billion to lithium, and you'll get two hundred uh, independent credits a week. Super exciting. Yeah. Huh? Well, I mean, the reputation barrier is already ridiculous, anyways. Right? Uh, like yes, 20, the the reputation. Twenty-two million. Twenty-two million three hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> they really value those independent credits. They sure do. They sure do. Now, granted, we've said this all along, and Troublemaker was true. Uh, the reputation that you can gain at each level does seem as though it's approximately doubling. I'm sure we're going to see some exponential increases as time goes on in rep acquisition. But again, $30 million, uh, Gregor, you're probably several months away from $30 million, if I had to guess. Okay. Well, not with speed-ups, but yeah. For a reputation, I'm talking. I, about. I know. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> People change. All right. Let's finish uh, the bottom half of Beta Leg here very quickly. The bottom half of Beta Leg starts with Stella Defenses. We're going to do Battleship in just a second, guys, because I'm, I'm. We're almost to two hours, and I got to roll. All right. Stella Defenses. Uh, Stella Defenses is bonus mitigation for the Stella versus Eclipse enemies. We talked about that. Again, it's kind of offsetting from Stella Piercing, which is extra attack. That's extra armor piercing, shield uh, piercing, and accuracy. Now you're getting Stella Defense, which is extra dodge, extra armor, and extra uh, shield. Okay, Stella Defense is right there on the bottom. Eclipse Weak Points, bonus crit damage. So you can't have it both, Gregor, not unless you go through both sides. You can't get the extra crit chance along with the extra crit damage because they're on opposite sides of the tree. But on the bottom, you have Eclipse Weak Points, which is a Stella Research, FYI. All right, so it doesn't cost any uncommon. But uh, that's bonus crit damage for the Stella versus, uh, sorry, that's for all ships, for all ships versus Eclipse Enemies. Okay, that one is not a stellar research, is it? Sorry, I spoke incorrectly. My apologies. That is not a stellar research, so it's going to cost on comments. Yeah, sorry. Eclipse targeting, eclipse weak points are just regular. Those affect all ships against eclipse enemies. Then you have strategic exploits. I like this one. Bonus crit damage for defense platforms. That one could actually be big. Now the defense platforms actually hit pretty hard. Okay, and they fire so many times. What's a defense platform fire? Four times in a round, you got four, so they're firing 16 shots. Isn't that something? Isn't that right? Or is it two shots? I don't remember. But defense flat platforms fire pretty heavily now. Okay? So the bottom track, Max says, is kind of shield health and, and defense. I get it. That's good. Strategic exploit. Bonus crit damage for defense platforms. Then you get kinetic guerrilla warfare. We talked about this one up top. Energy guerrilla warfare. Here's its counterpart. Kinetic guerrilla warfare. Awesome. Great research. Love that research. Totally try to, to work on that research. That one is so worth it. So worth it. Okay? Half as effective, though. Yes, half as effective because your kinetics fire uh, eight uh, every... Uh, no, because it's Eclipse. It's versus Eclipse, so... Yeah, it's but it's only, it's, only, it's only bonus kinetic damage for the Stella, and the Stella fires uh, eight 16. energy... Hold on. Eight energy and eight kinetic in the first round, but in the second round, it's only eight energy. Okay, so you're only getting eight kinetic in odd rounds. So yes, the kinetic guerrilla warfare is half as potent because you're not you're firing half as many kinetic shots. Yeah, you're right. I was doubling the guns in my head. Yep. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, half is effective, but still effective. Okay, half a winner, but still a winner. Okay. Um, and you say kinetic evens out over two rounds. It's sixteen each. Um, 
No. No, over two rounds, it's, it's 16 energy and eight kinetic. Yeah, in two rounds, <laughs> it's six, in two rounds, it's 16 energy and eight kinetic. It's not 16 of each, Stevens Aaron, because you're only getting eight in the odd rounds. Okay, yeah, there you go. Durr's got it. In two rounds, it's 16 energy, eight kinetic. All right, so kinetic guerrilla warfare. Still good, though, still good. Extra damage. All right, uh, then you have your gas research efficiency. Gas research efficiency, as we discovered here, is a displayed savings and expensive for you to get your, your investment back. And then you have one of my favorites, one of my favorites in the entire tree. Unfortunately, it's way deep in the beta leg, okay? And that's highway robbery, which is a stellar research, but it increase, uh, it's bonus loot from eclipse, uh, eclipse enemies for the Stella. It requires Ops 31 to get to it. Uh, but that is a great research that maxes out at a 500% bonus. Now, again, that's max. That's very expensive. But even at level 1 and level 2, it's like 150 and uh, 175 and 200% at level 3. That's big. Couple that on top of the Stella. I mean, that's a 25% net increase to what your Stella is getting now. Okay? Highway robbery is an absolute definite. you got to work your way towards that. That'll help you tremendously in your search for uncommon exchange loot to redeem in the store for the uranium to sink back in to the Stella so that you can scrap it and get the particles to do more research. <laughs> That's a long one. Sorry. Yeah, that, that was a tough one. Hey, does anybody want to follow this chain all the way from the beginning to the end? I'll give you a prize if you do. Here we go. You ready? Uh, let's see if we can do it. Okay. Exchange hostels for security keys. Security keys for rogue credits and reputation. Rogue credits for outlaw research credits. Outlaw research credits for outlaw research. Uncommon exchange loot. I'm uh, sorry. Uncommon armada directives for green data. Uncommon armadas for uncommon ar armada exchange loot. Exchange loot for uranium. Uranium for Stella. Stella for scrap. Scrap for Stella particles to go back into research. Scrap for pulse scan to rebuild the Stella to reinvest uranium and begin. Okay. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it's a complicated arc, ladies and gentlemen. It's a complicated arc, but here we are. <laughs> And you know what? Honestly, all things said, okay, there are some good researches here. There are some garbage researches here, and it is extremely long-term. It is very long-term, okay? The, the highway robbery, I think, is, is big. And I will say this. Gregor, you, can, you probably agree, although this is a long ways off for a lot of people. Some of the VIPs are already in the gamma leg. A lot of us free-to-play or mild spenders won't be in the gamma leg for probably some time, but the gamma leg... Man, I think that's where I think that's where the meat and potatoes is, don't you? Yeah, I mean, this definitely got some good stuff in it. It's it's got the most good stuff in it, but it does. I really like rogue holes, and I really like the interceptor parts from the first leg. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's there's still other good stuff. Even the outlaw mechanics is super valuable. I think. Yeah. Uh, so there's good stuff in the other legs for sure. There you go. Okay. There's some really cool Armada stuff in the Gamma Leg, which we'll talk about uh, next time on the show if we've got time to get to it. But uh, it is. So we are extremely way out of time. Oh.
Yeah, the component materials efficiency is big. I'm with Crazy says component materials efficiency is big, and the parts I think is really big. And and I, I'll point this out, guys. The parts is available on the first leg. You don't even need a stinking particle to get there. All right, so some of this research is really, really good. And I hope that you adopt the rogue mentality as we continue the Outlaws research and the Outlaw Arc 2. Rogue Arc 2, Outlaw Arc 2, whatever they're calling it. I think that it's a good long play. And I think that there's a good uh, amount of research here that will improve you as a player over the long haul. Aardvark says, thanks for bringing light to it, DJ. It's a lot to take in. There, there has been. Gregor, I would say that compared to the Borg, the mechanics of this arc have been much more intricate, much more involved, more. much more complicated. And for a puzzle guy like myself, <laughs> I like it. I we like it. We have tons of testing still to do. We do have a ton of testing, and we will continue to do the testing, folks. We're going to continue to test. We're going to continue to bring all the analytics. We have only just begun. Special shout-outs today to our research correspondents, Prater 5, Gregor, and Big Country, who did a vast majority of our early research. Also, uh, there was a couple. Hudson has sent in some stuff. Venkman has sent some stuff. So thank you guys. Oh, oh Nick Burns has sent me some stuff. So really appreciate you guys uh, being a part of this. And uh, I mean, it's a community effort, and I love being able to turn it around and share with our community what we have learned. You guys are the bomb. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Battleship is here. All right. Yes. All right. Boom. All right, I was getting my guesses ready. Ah, <laughs> took me a second. Sorry, guys. One of the guesses came in while we were on the air, so it took me a second to get it all figured out. All right, let's uh, let's do it. All right, off-air guesses. Off-air guesses right now. Ladies and gentlemen, off-air guesses, here you go. Off-air guesses, we had B. Kaiser. B. Kaiser. He guessed Delta 6. Delta 6. B. Kaiser. Yes, he did. B. Kaiser was the one, I think, that was talking to us earlier today. Was it? Uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Mr. Kaiser. All right. And, yes, it was him. B. Kaiser guessed D6. Unfortunately, that was a miss. D6. A miss. All right. Well, don't worry. Soltrix had a guess, too. Let me see what his was. Oh, no. Officer Company was next. Officer Company was next. Officer Company guessed Juliet 1. J1. J1 was a miss. Juliet 1 was a miss. And finally, Saltrix. Saltrix uh, was our third off-air player. Saltrix was our third off-air player. He guessed Charlie 3. Charlie 3, ladies and gentlemen. Charlie 3 was a hit. Yes, it was. Congratulations to you, Saltrix. Saltrix guessed Charlie 3, and it was indeed a hit, ladies and gentlemen. So, let's see who's going to have an opportunity to play here today. 
Let's see. All right, so we need Vita's bot to to pick something, right? Yeah, Charlie 3 was a hit. Good job, guys. Uh, contest pick, and Vita's bot hopefully is going to give us uh, a player right now. Blue Panda. Blue Panda, you have an opportunity to come play. Congratulations. Yeah. All right, Blue Panda, you've got an opportunity now to guess what's going to happen. Blue Panda. You're not in the best position here because C3 is a hit. It could go any direction, it looks like. We've got uh, the Burrell has been eliminated, the Augur's been eliminated, and the Botany Bay has been eliminated. So you've still got the Franklin and the Devore out there. You can go any. C4. Oh, thank you, Check. Missed that. C4. Here we go. Charlie 4, computer. Charlie 4, please. Charlie 4. Target acquired. <laughs> Hey, nice! All right, Charlie 4 is a hit. Congratulations to you, Blue Panda. Blue Panda says, Charlie 4 and it's a hit. Congratulations. So that entitles you to a prize, but is it a grand prize? Did it sink the Franklin? Computer, did it sink the Franklin? No. That means, ladies and gentlemen, that you have found the DeVore. Potentially. It could be tip to tip. We don't know. It could be. It could be the DeVore. Or it could be two ships. End to end. I do not know. Let's find our next player. Player number two out of three today. Aries. Aries, congratulations to you. Aries, you've got an opportunity to play right now. Please relay your coordinates into the wartime computer. And he says, Charlie 5. Charlie 5. Computer, coordinate Charlie 5, please. Charlie 5. Target acquired. I'm sorry. Charlie 5 is a miss. Charlie 5 is a miss. Aries says, ooh, boo. All right. Now, here's the thing. We had three scheduled players today. Three scheduled players. So if this next player has been paying attention, then DJ Gurr has a chance to sink this ship. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. There's only one. Yeah, it can't be tip to tip or stern to stern because we just suffered a miss. DJ Gurr says Charlie 2 for the win. Computer, Charlie. Charlie 2. Charlie 2. Target acquired. Charlie 2, Charlie 2, Charlie 2. Charlie 2, Charlie 2, Charlie 2, Charlie 2. DJ Gurr, is he a winner? Yes, he is. Congratulations. <laughs> Charlie, too. That's a winner. DJ Gurr. Congratulations. Did it sink the ship? <laughs> Did it sink the ship? Computer, I don't think that there's any way that it doesn't sink the ship, but we shall find out anyway. Computer, does it in fact sink the ship? <laughs> right, rules are rules, everybody. Uh, computer, did it in fact sink the ship? 
Yes, thank you. We didn't need to take a whole lot of time with that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't need to waste a whole lot of time with that right there. Yes, obviously it sank the ship. DJ Gurr, congratulations to you. All right, congratulations. Uh, on a side note, on a side note, have you guys noticed an increase going back to the whole uh, stuck in combat issues that went away and now have resurfaced significantly? So no. I haven't no. for me very much. It has ooh. happened. It, ooh, yeah, God, look at I, that I chat room. other people have. <laughs> look at that chat room. Okay, Scopely, in the span of 12 seconds, we've got about 15 yeses and two noes. Okay. Vita, of course, uh, is going to weigh in with particular detail. Vita, uh, he says, oh, yes, I have. You know what? Here's the thing. Um, I haven't, me personally, I haven't noticed the stuck in battle. What I am noticing uh, is targeting is just outrageous. I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, per a conversation that I've had with Live Ops, uh, Scopely is aware of the targeting change and are in the process of developing a fix for that for our next patch. It is not going to be uh, something that they you know release in the next eight hours or anything, but they do know about it. It's been raised. They, they know what's going on. I sent in some video, so they, uh, they know what's going on with it. Uh, I joked with my alliance... Uh, <laughs> Craig, or I, I was at, we were in Alliance chat the other night, and I joked. Uh, someone was saying, "God, the targeting is terrible," and uh, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, you guys didn't, you guys don't like it. You just didn't research accuracy. Yeah, you guys didn't like that. There's uh, prime accuracy for ninety nine ninety nine. Um, here's what I told my team. Uh, this was a letter that I wrote to Scopely. Dear Scopely, can you make it so that anywhere I click on the screen, it clicks something that you think I'm trying to click? That way, when I play this game while I'm driving, I don't actually have to look. I can just click and click and click. That would make me very happy. Love, DJs. And then I joked. I was like, well, golly, they did it. Yay for me. Yay. Thanks, yeah. Copley. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> the feedback is, is the it's stuck awful. battle bug is back. I haven't seen that one, so we'll have to pass that up. The Ooh, stuck in battle I, bug. I have been, I have been just... just yeah. Uh, Shade says that's been a problem for a few months. It was. It was a huge problem. Then a patch kind of fixed it, but now we're starting to see it creep back in. Uh, Zinc, I'm with you. The constant crashes for me is 10 times worse than it's ever been, and it's I'm, it's driving me batty. It happens a lot anymore, so I'm not very happy with that. That's that's very, 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 very bad. Uh, Devil's Advocate says don't grind and drive. Oh, I know. Obviously, I was totally teasing. Dear Scopely, DJs again. I'm just kidding. Put that shit back. I don't actually play the game and drive. Love DJs. Okay, there we go. P.S. Not kidding. Put it back right now. Put it back. Okay, there you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got. Uh, Chuck's Grunt says, My average screen time is 12 hours a day and only 8 to 10 crashes. Buddy, you are lucky. You're lucky. I have, I bet you, I'm not kidding you, I bet you I have 4 to 5 crashes an hour. An hour. I'm telling you, it's bad. Really, really bad. Yep. Uh, Durr Before says... <laughs> Pre-crash. No, hold on, I got, I got one more. Dear Scopely, you may in fact receive an email from Durr Blitz. He wants to become a content creator and demand refunds for all materials spent. Tell him no. Love DJs. Okay, that's, that's all I got. All right. Uh, guys, we got to roll. That's it. That's it for the show today. Yeah, triple that crash per hour, Corat. It's bad. I'm telling you, it's real bad. Scopely, please address it. Please fix it. 
and unfix the targeting thing. Other than that, I'm still giving you a wonderful grade for the outlaw mechanic. Gregor, if you had to guess at this early stage, we've, we've been doing it episode by episode. I believe that I'm still at a B plus. I might even be creeping over into an A minus, but I think I'm still at the B plus range for the outlaw. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. It's, it's good. Chuck Zagrunt says A minus. Aries at a C plus. Well, I think we're, we're overall, it's pretty positive. Hey, C is still passing, Aries. <laughs> C is still passing. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, guys, that's that's what it is. Guys, thank you so much. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this has been another taping of Talking Trek. Coming up this coming Wednesday, it will be uh, another action-packed show, as we should be here talking to you about Apex, all right, and whatever Apex may bring. I have no idea what it's going to be, but should be a lot of fun. Apex is, wow, Data Systems Technical Chief. That looks terrible and incredibly painful, whatever those people are going through right now. <laughs> yeah. Apex is coming up Wednesday, plus we'll get into the gamma leg of the tree. Want to say a very quick thank you to our gold patrons and get to them here real quick. Thanks to Gregor, Gallus Pet, Vankman, and I Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, and Doom. Thank you so much for your gold sponsorships. Hank, Lord Neelix, Chuck the Grunt, Pops, welcome home, Pops. Pops has been serving our country overseas and has returned home this weekend. Pops, thank you for being here and thank you and your family for your service and sacrifice. It means so much to me that you're out there doing that and still enjoying the game here with us. Thank you. That's Pops. Welcome home. Dark Lord, the Big Rob. Uh, Stevens Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy Fukum, congratulations and thank you guys to being uh, for being gold sponsors. Okay, hi, I bombed you. Thorn, Virtual Army, Battalion, Jayberg, Star Fox, Morgul, DJ Gur, Red 2, Anhani, Just Skippy, and Aceus. Thank you. Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, Arthur Pendragon, McRox, Lady Kess, and Frank Gallup. These guys are gold sponsors. Thank you for your contributions to Talking Trek. Weg 2020, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31R, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Glitch, Cam, Coulter, NC, and Jetski. Thank you guys for being gold sponsors. Hunter, Filler, uh, Fluffy Puma, and Cough. Thank you guys so very much for being our latest additions to the gold contributor team. Thank you. My name is Ultimate DJs. This has been another taping of Talking Trek Live. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. Happy Sunday. Happy weekend. I'll see you coming up Wednesday. Love you, man, and bye-bye.